0: Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
2: Well-known technology leaders who have seen IT claim the invention is more significant than the internet or the PC. This is from a January 2001 piece about a mysterious device then called IT, or IT, created by Dean Kamen, a virtuosic inventor whose previous patents included the automated insulin pump. With tech impresarios Steve Jobs and Jeff Bezos serving as investors and advocates, It was pitched as poised to transform the world, with cities redesigned around it and came on track to become the wealthiest man on earth. Today, it's difficult to convey exactly how much hype surrounded It, and just how deflated the public was by the ultimate reveal. It, or IT, was in fact the Individual Transport, a motorized scooter marketed to the public as the Segway. Far from its revolutionary promise, the Segway ended up as a mildly successful novelty mostly used by dorkwad tourists... Famously, a visual punchline is the chariot of Paul Blart Mall Cop. But though the Segway never lived up to the impossible hype of it, Inventor Kamen continued to conceive new devices, including a water purifier targeted at the developing world named Slingshot. A pre-built box with the ability to filter clean water for up to 300 people per day while using, quote, less electricity than a hairdryer, end quote, the ambitious device needed the know-how of a global partner to reach populations in need. And so Cayman approached the largest beverage distributor in the world, Coca-Cola. The makers of Coke and countless other beverages were intrigued, but being asshole capitalists, weren't about to just help people for nothing. So in exchange for building and distributing his next-gen water filter, Coca-Cola enlisted Cayman in the creation of their smart soda fountain, featuring a touchscreen and dozens of options. First released in 2009 and becoming a movie theater lobby staple, the coke Cayman deal with the devil proved a lasting hit with children and childlike adults enamored by the seemingly endless liquid-sugar combinations. In fact, 127, according to Serious Eats. Today, with machines in 16 countries, a new version released in 2019, and a Pepsi-branded clone gaining steam, the sleek cherry-red smart fountain seems here to stay. As for the machine once called It, usurped by a new generation of smaller, app-powered rental scooters, in June of last year, The Segway ended production for good. This week on Doughboys, Coca-Cola Freestyle. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, A Sniper's Dream... The Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell.
3: Okay. (laughs) A little bit of a thinker. So so, so, uh, uh, that's a little bit of a thinker? Because you got a big noggin. Yeah, no shit. How is that a thinker?
2: I think it just takes a second to be, why would this man be a sniper's dream? And then he's like, oh, because he's an easy target because he's got Mm -hmm. that lollipop form factor. This big melon sitting on top of his shoulders. Think I'm a, you think I'm a lollipop? You think I have a lollipop form factor? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that was courtesy of Harry from Salisbury, England. Roastspoonman mm. at gmail.com. Boy, rough times Harry, in England. Did you say Harry from England, wags? Harry from England wrote in, I'm, Oi, I'm upset about the Euro final. I, <laughs> I thought football was coming home. Uh, oh, I wish we had Prince Andrew right now. We need him more than ever.
3: I was gonna go in a Harry Potter direction. I just didn't. Oh, just, that's didn't, good. I just didn't want to. <laughs> I just didn't want to do it.
2: Oi! I ride a broom, and me wife is Meghan Markle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> Prince Harry. Um, I think he's a piece of shit. I don't, I don't like any of the,
2: (laughs) I thought that was a fun angle.
3: I don't like any of the Royals. Uh, oh, and I also think this Harry guy is a piece of shit. Oh, got it. Wax, I'm thrown off. You you downloaded a virus to my fucking laptop. So I don't know. How dare you? I didn't download a virus to your laptop. I did your podcast. How did this get played? That's right. Please come and do my podcast. Fine. Whatever. I did the podcast. (laughs) You said, here, download this, this emulator, mm-hmm. and, th- and then today, I turn on my laptop, everything's fucking hay- Everything's gone
2: haywire. That's not the reason. You downloading an emulator is not the reason your Apple uh, OS, your Mac OS did a systems mm-hmm. update. Those are unrelated things.
3: Hmm. I think something happened. I think, I think you downloaded a. I think you put a virus in my system. I think you. No. I think. You, I would never. Fucking bug chaser like vi- like
2: computer viruses the <laughs> like bug chaser for computer viruses. That's right. that's kind of a funny uh, that's kind of a fun cyborg angle. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a dystopian
3: sci-fi thriller? Have you uh, as a bug chaser, have you have you have you caught the delta variant yet or no? <laughs> you've been searching for it. I'm trying. I'm out there. Isn't there like an omega now? Isn't there an omega strain? Oh, he's frozen. <laughs> His virus, look, your virus finally did you. Your, all your bug chasing finally did you in. Yeah, he's completely frozen to me. <laughs> Sadly, I. It, it's a tech glitch day. I'm telling you, something weird is going on. Yeah, I know. What the fuck?
2: Mitch, you spoke it into existence as you were talking about me being a bug chaser, trying to get some sort of cybernetic toxin. Uh my computer sh- like my internet shut down.
3: The V man, the virus man. Because you 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 you've gotten into the system. You've corrupted the system today.
2: And like a like a lawnmower man?
3: You're like a lawnmower man.
2: At one point every phone in the in the world will ring at once, and then when you pick up, it'll
3: be me saying, "Hey buddy." <laughs> I was going to try to jump on that joke before you could say it, but "Hi buddy." <laughs> Hey, Nick, is that you? I'll gladly talk to you. Then uh, the phone hangs up, just a dial tone.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I don't have time for that. Mitch, we, got, we, have a, we have a fantastic guest who has been waiting right. a, lot, be, a long time because both of us had tech issues, but I know mm-hmm. you have a drop to play. Let's, let's play a drop, and let's get on with this nonsense.
3: All right. Howdy-ho to Spoon Nation. Ugh. Here we go. Here's a little drop, Wags. We are mostly accounting podcasts. One two three four five six seven eight, eight nine ten eleven twelve. 2,
2: 11, 12. 11, 12. Nice counting, Mitch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, there we go. Classic Sesame Street song. Classic Sesame Street song. Um, inspired by Mitch's amazing counting skills from RB3 with Larry Fong. Love you all. Chad from the Dose Cord. Hi, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Mm, Chad and the Virgin. I'm the Virgin in this scenario. (laughs) We both are. Mitch, we should introduce our guest. From the Chris
2: Gethard Show and the podcast Beautiful Anonymous, his new special, Chris Gethard Half My Life, is streaming now. Chris Gethard is here. Hi, Chris.
1: So happy to finally be here, Um, thank you guys for having me, and can I just put something out here right away?
2: Please, yes, please. I'm,
1: I'm telling you this seriously, I've had many people ask me over the years, how come you ain't been on the Doughboys, man? And I've said, I don't know, and I've had people actually say to me, what is it about you that makes the Doughboys so nervous? And I've had people tweet things at me where they have said, why do the why are the Doughboys seemingly scared of you? And I've never known the answer. And I'm glad to finally be able to
3: ask you face to face. I can answer it. One, we're afraid of everyone. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Two, you know, it's funny, in the in the in the world of in the world of in the guest world. First of all, there are so many people that we haven't had on and still need to get on. There's sure. probably there's probably someone who is like, what the fuck? Like a or th- like a, like a friend, a person who were, who we're friendly with, who we haven't had on, who's like like a like what the fuck are these two doing? You know, yes. like uh, we, we we have you haven't had us on, you pieces of shit. But with you specifically, it was more of a a, a, a New York LA issue because yeah. we used to be in right. we, we were an in person podcast for all the longest studio. time. And and uh and and we would we would do it all in studio, but but uh but now, I mean, this is a dumb thing that we should have thought of long before COVID, is that you could just fucking record over the internet. Well, yeah, it's and by we you mean like all
2: of podcasting because until we you fucking lawnmower man
3: puts his fucking bug in there and <laughs>
2: destroys everything. We weren't unique in that. It's I, I feel like every mm-hmm. podcast I ever guested on, I was going yes. to a physical studio and sitting down with, I was going to like Studio City and sitting down with someone in a, in, yeah. in, a, in a recording studio. And now it's just like, well, yeah, we didn't need to do that. We obviously didn't need to do that, but just no one thought of it.
1: And I knew in my heart that the, the answer was that I am located 3,000 miles away from your recording <laughs> um, facility. But it's always... It, because I'm, I am very publicly have been obsessive about soda for many years. And I really, right. really... So every time you guys do a soda thing is when people... That's the truth, is people are like, they gotta have you want to talk about soda. And I'm like, well, I live in New Jersey and that makes it tough. That makes yes. it tough. And I always understood that, but I had to
3: give you some shit about it. Of course. Well, well, now here's the thing, is that with... Now that we do these things online, we're getting great guests like yourself we got Not you this week.
1: Pieces of shit. You used to have to settle for.
3: <laughs> it's true. These fucking Z-list celebrity guests. Now next week we got we got Hanks next week, right? Why? We got yeah, Tom Hanks, Hanks. Is coming in. Have you told Connor oh. Ratlin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'll
2: find out. Yeah, he'll find out. <laughs> uh, and then we got the next week. We got Chet Hanks. So we got a Hanks twofer. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Warming up with Tom. Yeah, you yeah, start, start with Tom, Chet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you are a soda. So you are a soda enthusiast. You say Obsessive. soda. As someone from from the East Coast. Yeah. No,
3: Colin, huh? We all say soda, right? We ne- we just never get Colin Hanks. It's just Ch- Tom and Chet. Colin passed. <laughs> Colin, the one yeah. adjacent to the comedy world, he doesn't he, want to come he on. Doesn't he eat doesn't eat food. Do
1: Notoriously, he's not into food. He <laughs> only drinks soylent. <laughs> No opinions on food yeah. whatsoever.
3: <laughs> 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 Why? Because you were interested in soyland for a while, right? And then you found out that it wasn't people, and you and you were like, "No, thank you." <laughs> 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 All right.
2: I you know I've honestly never understood and and Chris maybe you'll have an opinion on this I've never understood the appeal of soylent because for me like eating and drinking is one of life's great joys and what like why deprive yourself of a meal just for pure like you know liquid sustenance why not just if you're even if you're going to like I want to eat healthy just eat a healthy meal that tastes good why do you have to drink this fucking goop I don't know Chris, have you ever messed around with with soylent or anything I
1: know one person in my life who did soylent for a while um He's a, a comedian. I bet a lot of people have. My friend Julio Torres was drinking Soylent for a while when we used to work okay. together, which I feel like if you know Julio and his vibe and his work, you're like, okay, that actually makes sense because you're sort of like a, you're, you're almost like an ethereal being from a different world. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for me, I went, I mean, I, I went vegetarian and that was, mm. that was hard. That felt limiting. So I can't imagine only limiting myself to like semi-flavorless milkshakes. Right. Yeah. Now, are Are
2: you still vegetarian?
1: I am. I am. I wow, stopped eating wow. red meat because of my stomach. And then mm-hmm. uh, it, I felt so much better. And then I was down to just seafood, and I love seafood. But my my wife's been vegetarian for 30 years, so I wasn't going to cook fish around the house and, like, stink right. up the house with fish. I would only get it at restaurants. So then after the – quarantine, the pandemic went on for so long that I was like, oh, I haven't eaten an animal in like a year and change. I guess I just won't anymore. So I am a vegetarian now.
2: Wow. Wow. I, I went vegetarian this this year uh, in 2021. And I've uh, like, I will say that I've done pretty well adapting to not having meat. The things I miss the most, which I've said, I've said on this podcast are just like the texture of like fried chicken. Like mm-hmm. you can't really quite replicate that. But then also, like fish, I, more as more time has passed, I was like, man, I, I might end up reintegrating fish into my diet because it's just uh, the 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 biggest issue is that the protein sources that you have available are so dull. Like I just I'm just yeah. getting so tired of just like soy and beans, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how you find, I I find that beyond meat and uh, the, like the beyond and impossible thing has been a lifesaver, especially. Yes. And I I bet you've covered it already on the show. But the Impossible Whoppers pretty good, and oh, I yeah. think the White Castle Impossible sliders are great. As a guy who grew up in North Jersey, when they came out with those, and I said, "Oh, I can taste White Castle again in my life," I almost wanted to cry because that's White Castle to a New Jersey guy is like a pretty <laughs> important <laughs> thing.
3: Wow, why? Because you must like jackfruit, right? I'm just the name alone. <laughs> <laughs> I've had jackfruit a few times
2: as a protein. Yeah, it works pretty well. The texture is pretty decent. I mean, Mm. I don't actually don't know how much protein it has. I think it's more of just sort of. I think it's a little bit carby. But yeah, I agree with you. The Beyond Meat is uh, is great. I have that. You know, I'll make like a vegan bolognese. That's that's a nice little you know comfort food. And then and then Possible Whopper is a home run.
3: Can I quickly ask when people say jackfruit, do you think of apple? Do you think of like yes. an apple? That's yeah, I think of an apple. I think of cutting
2: an, a hole in an apple and putting my dick in it. That's what I think of, Mitch.
3: When someone you says really jackfruit,
1: insisted on that. Mitch.
3: Just, just, <laughs> just to update you, Weiger had fucked an apple at one point in his life. Um, I was when I was younger. Yes, everybody's <laughs> fucked it,
2: something weird. Right.
1: <laughs>
2: everybody's,
1: but Mitch, I have to say, I watched, I watched this man find his way so gracefully out of that conversation, and I watched you.
3: Pull it back, just jam
1: your foot into that door before it could close, and and get that <laughs> joke through. So, kudos to you both, I guess.
3: Thank you. I was very happy. That's our to dynamic. Get it in there. That's our that's our magic. Wags Beyond Chicken just came out.
2: Yes, I haven't had Beyond Chicken. I yet. I haven't here. had it yet either. I've had like a a fake chicken. I can't remember what it's called. It's not the Gardein one. There's a different brand that I've had. That's that's decent. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I 100% uh, like ethically I'm, I, the, the case for going vegetarian or vegan is, is very sound. I do feel like it, it starts to just, just as a, as a, as a, as a, as a continuing diet, it becomes to be a, it comes to be a little bit of a chore at times. Mm-hmm. A, and I didn't feel it as much the first few months of this year, but as the, as we passed the half year point, i am like getting a little bored with what, with some of my options.
1: Have you had the Gardine crabless cakes? No, those are pretty good. That's the okay. best seafood I have found. Wow, thus far they got these crab cakes, pretty good.
3: That's why. So fish might come back. Would you? I Would you? I mean, are you miss chicken? Yeah, I do miss chicken. Do you think? Do you think that you'll come back with chicken? Do you think red meat's gone forever? How? What are you, What are you feeling now? Is it? I feel like right now – th- great question,
2: Mitch. I feel like red meat is my red line. I don't feel like I'm going back to eating red meat, especially with just like mm-hmm. how uh, damaging it is ecologically, like the production of red meat. I, I don't think I can fu- – I, I will ever fully do that. But I could see myself being like, yeah, just no red meat and that's my diet or, and then minimize consuming other animal proteins. But I, mm-hmm. I honestly don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suss that all out at year's end. Uh, but but together, I, I do –
3: I'll gladly I'm gonna eat red meat for the both of us. The 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 red meat that you would have eaten.
1: I stopped eating red meat because of my stomach issues, and I yeah. can't I mean I feel freedom to be a little No offense to you, fellas, classless on this show. Mm-hmm. Um the I spent so much less time on the shitter when I stopped eating red meat. It was yeah. remarkable. It was very quick how much of my day I got back because I wasn't because my poopies were smoother.
3: I I wow. feel like I don't even know what you could do to be classless on this show. I I don't know what level you'd have to see. Like, I have no idea what level you'd have to sink to to be classless here. Wags, do you agree with that statement?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, we we, have Apple fucking in minute ten. So where we? Where do you go from here?
3: (laughs) Yes, you have a a bunch of
1: guys who can't figure out how computers work talking about fucking apples. I think I'm good.
0: (laughs) I Think I'm good.
2: Uh, I do want to ask <laughs> I do want to ask about White Castle cuz you mentioned that White Castle oh, yeah. we visited we've done it
3: only once on the podcast
2: cuz it's really? not out here on the oh, we, on the west man. coast but it's you're a big fan of it.
3: Chris I have I have, a, I have a I have a very I have a I have a big I have a hot take with with White Castle and I sure. and, I, and so uh, but first let's hear what you think of it and then i'll tell you my my hot take which i just love like. it
1: i mean look i'm from north jersey which is everything is about greece i mean i think we have some of the world's greatest hot dogs we have mm-hmm. obviously the taylor ham pork roll thing that everybody's heard about we have our own type of breakfast mm-hmm. meat here but everything's just like greece all the time there's italian hot dogs and texas wieners which are two types of hot dogs only found in new jersey so like Point being, grease pit food, like Jersey diners, late night, greasy food. Everything's greasy food. And it really is. um, White Castle is just truly embraced here. And it's a thing where when you're growing up, you kind of always know where the closest one is. When I went to Rutgers University, we knew, okay, South Plainfield or Edison, depends on the time of the day for traffic, which one's going to be easier to get to. And I just, I love them. I think Harold and Kumar go to White Castle is like one of the most Jersey movies of all time because of that. Like, although it's funny, you watch that movie with Jersey people, and I guarantee they'll be, you'll be like, man, these guys, these fucking liars, now they're at Princeton. They wound up at Princeton and they're on a quest for White Castle. Well, weird because <laughs> you had to go down Route One and there's two on Route One. So let's not bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. Discuss. So we take it pretty seriously. And I just think they're great. I think they're really great.
3: I, I I need I need to try more White Castle because I haven't had a lot of White Castle in my life. My experience with White Castle, I shouldn't say I haven't had a lot of it, because my experience with White Castle is the frozen White Castle burgers Aww. that you uh, microwave. And I got to tell you, my hot take is is that I think those are better than White Castle.
1: So wait you you've only had the frozen ones, but you're saying they're better than the ones you haven't had?
3: I've had I've only had the frozen ones, and we did the White Castle. We went to White Castle once for the podcast. Oh, and got is, it. And so my hot take after that was that I think the frozen microwave white castles are better than the 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 actual white castle. Well,
1: that's an insane thing to say. <laughs> that's an actual that's the actual opinion of a person who's either insane or just needs to be contrarian like a fucking David Spade SNL bit. Like this is th- that's an insane thing to say.
3: Look a falling star. That's uh that's my David Spade's SNL. <laughs> No one remembers that he got in trouble for saying that about Eddie Murphy. Right, that's why Eddie Murphy
1: wouldn't do the show for years.
3: He wouldn't do the Wait, show really? for years. Yeah, what yeah. was the context? He they just showed like a picture of Eddie Murphy. and He's like, look, uh, uh, or like uh, like a falling st- uh, uh, a falling star, make a wish or something. Right, it was something along those lines. Okay,
1: yeah, he used to do those like sit at the Weekend Update desk, be super cynical, Hollywood Minute opinions. Right,
3: yeah. I was trying to think of like what his catchphrase was in Hollywood Minute and that's all I could think of was that line, basically. Just a
1: lot of him being like, really? Yeah, And it's like, and it was, and looks David Spade's a talented guy. I like I'm not yeah. slamming David Spade, but it was a, like, right, like that cynical 90s comedy went away of just like, let's just be cynical as hell for the sake of it and, that's the only reason I can think that you'd try to claim a microwaved White Castle is better <laughs> than off the
3: grill. By the way, I, wow. I think that the microwave White Castles are good. Like I, I think that they're, I think they're like one of the best micro. I, I think it's maybe the only good microwave burger. Like I really, really, really like them.
1: Can I ask what time of day you guys went to White Castle?
3: We went in the for like a late
2: lunch. We basically oh. got into New York City. We went to one. We went to a location in. Wait, was it on Manhattan, Mitch? Or did we Not have to go the one to just Brooklyn?
1: south of Penn Station? Did you?
2: I don't think we went to that one. I, don't I think, think we had to so. go to one in Brooklyn. The one in Williamsburg. shaking head.
3: Yeah. Oh, I know. It was right near uh, that. The the there was an NBC show. Sunny. What was this show? Sunny. Uh, sunny. Remember the show Sunny Vale or something? Or Sunny. No. Well, it was an NBC show for like a, like a, <laughs> like a, for one season. You don't remember the show. Welcome to sunny. What, and, the, and they were all the sunny oh, side. Sunnyside?
1: Sunny side. Oh, you went to the yeah. one on Queens Boulevard.
3: Yes. Okay. So we went to, Queen. yes. Cause we probably made entourage. This is Queens Boulevard jokes. I'm sure we're hacks
1: as someone who lived in Queens for many years. You went to the one at the corner of uh 48th street and Queens Boulevard, I believe.
3: This is okay. great having a guy who knows New York maybe more than anyone that you and, can, uh, I, I love. I love here. Yeah, yeah, I think that is what it was. It's yeah. right
1: by the turnoff of Queens Boulevard where you're going to get on Roosevelt Avenue. That's a that's a good White Castle. I've been there many times.
3: Across from the the, the, the train, I mean, well, I guess uh, right New next York's. to the seven
1: train. Yes, right next yes. to okay, the seven right. train yep. with the elevated yep. train. Yeah, yep. no, that's a quality White Castle. So I can't I can't sit here and pretend you didn't go to a good one. Um, there's something to be said also for like the cultural context of White Castle being when you fall in love with white castle it's going to be because it's this is like you know you've packed 6 guys into a 5 person car in high school it's 2:30 sure, in the yeah. morning you're high and you're drunk like there's that side of white castle too yeah so maybe there's some nostalgia there but to like the microwave ones better is crazy that's crazy
3: a late night i've never had like a late night white castle while drunk we also like we tried a lot of we remember we did surf and turf we did some fucked up shit Yes, that was the turf White Castle. It was, the,
2: uh, the, it was like a breaded fish filet w- plus a beef patty with cheese on the same bun. Yeah.
1: Well, then yeah, wait, that was a – So that's like one of the more gimmicky items. Did you have – the more
2: items. Did you have just a regular slider with cheese? We got original sliders. We got Impossible Sliders. Got, we got, got, sliders, right got chicken we and waffle liked. sliders. We did get the Impossible, impossible sliders, sliders, although sliders they came
3: good. plain. Oh, that's right. They came plain. Oh, yeah, you got to get them with cheese. You got to get them with yeah. cheese. Yeah, they they came they came playing, and also there was a rep from White Castle in the audience that night, and basically the whole show was just being like, people were being mean to White Castle on stage. Oh no! And, that, and not even I don't even think I was that mean, was I? I feel like I was. I, I, I don't think remember. that just having a representative there shows you what a coward I was. That I was probably like <laughs> five forks. I liked it. <laughs> um, uh, I, I need I I need more I need I need more time with White Castle I need more I need I need more experiences with White Castle which I will have at some point yes. I believe
1: White Castle is also a thing you don't necessarily eat it at the White Castle you get like a crave case and you eat it with all your college roommates it's that type of thing
0: it's that yeah. type right of
3: thing now Chris you're 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 a new oh god I'm gonna sneeze I, I I'm gonna sneeze <laughs> wise <laughs> in a second or Mitch just sneezed away from Mike I don't know if that got picked up. I, <laughs> what a, what a, a fear, a fear that I, I, how has that never happened? This in this all the time we've recorded Doughboys, I've been so I've never been so afraid that I a sneeze was coming on. You sounded so wow. scared when you I, yeah. I, I knew it Terrible. was I knew it was happening. If
1: people rewind to you first saying, Why is I'm gonna sneeze? It, it sounds so <laughs> you sound so scared. It's yeah, such it's a moment a of real panic. emotion.
3: There's there's I won't say who it was, but we listened to the the Birthday Boys. We listened to someone's podcast and they sneezed on it. Actually, Emma, just bleep this, okay? It was, <laughs> but we we listened to a podcast and this in this and this person sneezed on it and we laughed about it more than anything on earth. Like it was the funniest thing to ever hear is like a person being like, "Welcome to the show." Ah, you! <laughs> <He's> sneezing <laughs> on Mike. They sneezed up top. He, he sneezed up the top. Intro? He sneezed up top, and so and, and people are going to try to find it. You'll never find it, but it's that sort of thing of of I've always been afraid of sneezing on Mike, and it just happened to me, Why? and it never wow. the, the virus has come out of the computer and it's coming to me. Man, that's the natural progression. These things it's right Anyways, Chris, I was going to say you're 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 a New York guy through and through. And in many ways, I'm jealous that I never. I came straight to LA from, from upstate New York. I didn't, I didn't go to the city. Uh, I went, I came straight here to, to, to LA. And so you, you got to know food. I was just on a Brooklyn pizza tour. Do you have, do you have favorite pizza spots? You got favorite spots in, in, in New York that you eat at that, that, that LA could never replicate. I mean, a a lot of them, obviously. Yeah.
1: I mean, I definitely, I, I, first of all, I would say I'm a Jersey guy through and through for people who know even when I lived, I lived in New York for 16 years, but I, I always was always a proud kind of Jersey um champion. But yeah. there, there's definitely spots. Like, I mean, I think the famous ones are like Defaras. That's the one everybody's heard of because it's this like very elderly man who makes each pie by hand right in front of mm-hmm. you. Uh there's Pauly G's. There's there's a lot of I mean, Ellen B. Spamoni Gardens is incredible, especially for the Sicilian pie. Totono's in Staten Island is great. Uh, those are so Totono's really- was
3: closed when I went. We went to LMB. We, oh, De- De- we went to Devara's. We went to a new place, F and F Pizzeria, which was really, really great.
1: Yes, I think Totono's. I think their thing is they just make a certain amount of dough in the morning, and when they run out of dough, they close for the day.
3: This uh, this is coming off of COVID, and I, they said they were going to open up like a month later. They had they uh, hadn't they had been shut down. Yeah, but I want to go back to. To try that and Johns of Bleecker and stuff like that, and that's right. I, I I buried I buried you as a New York guy, just in in, in the way that you were very bur- you, you 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 were loyal to the New York comedy scene, which is yeah, which is New great. York
1: comedy scene for sure. But Jersey yeah. guy, and and you know there was actually just a lot of fighting in the tri-state area because um, a lot of people say Connecticut has the best pizza because of all the New Haven pizza, which is mm. which is awesome. But then I it f- is good some publication a national publication just said actually jersey has taken the crown jersey as the best pizza and we do have i mean the star tavern wow. in orange patsy's and patterson the reservoir Tatter- tavern in booton like there's there's great pizza all over the state of yeah. new jersey too so yeah
3: oh yeah there's great f- the, all 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 the food in that area is, is fantastic including nick my boston and pizzeria regina which is of very course. good um But Chris, I got to say this too. You're also you're you're also uh, a a, 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 I shouldn't say a believer, but like uh you 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 always talked about the weird side of New Jersey, like uh yeah.
1: Well, I worked at a magazine called Weird New Jersey for many years, uh, for like half a decade of my life. So people who don't know Jersey might not know that there's a big culture here of when you're a teenager, you, you get your license, you know, as soon as your first friend gets your license, you go and you just like go to places that are haunted, abandoned. That's a very, very big and important piece of the puzzle of growing up in New Jersey is like, you're going to break into the abandoned mental hospital. You're going to go to the devil's tree, the gates of hell, the devil's tower, Clinton road. These are all places that I'm naming where Jersey people listening are like, yep, 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 Been there, been there. So wow. yeah that's I be mean, but that kind of tells you a lot about the food culture too because a lot of weekend nights in Jersey are like okay like our buddy you know my buddy Jeremy his mom's letting him borrow the car for tonight we're going to drive to Totowa cuz we're going to go try to see if we can get the little people to come out of their houses at Midgetville that's right near Annie's Road where there's the blood streak <laughs> on the road from the girl who got killed yeah. And then if we're going to be out on Route 46 anyway, we can probably hit up the Park West Diner or the Versailles Diner or the Six Brothers Diner, depending on sort of which end of Route 46 we end up on. And that's At- that's a conversation that anybody in a certain area of North Jersey will just go like, 100% standard weekend night just described. And they know, wow. they will not only know the location of all three of those diners, but they'll know that two of them have since closed since my childhood.
3: Wow. This is, this, this is, this is, I'm a man who fears the devil. And I, 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 I believe in the supernatural. I, I, I believe in a lot of this stuff. Weiger makes fun of me. Uh, quite a bit for, for my fear of the devil, but is there, are there any of those spots that you visited that are, that like stand out as particularly like terrifying? Is oh
1: there, yeah. There's a lot. Dude, I would love nothing more than to invite you to New Jersey and we could drive around tonight and I could bring you. I would love it. Just to places that you can supposedly summon the devil at specifically. Dear wow. God. Um, the devil's towers in Alpine, New Jersey. That's one that if you drive around it six times backwards, uh, the devil's supposed to come out and appear the Gates of Hell—that one I mentioned—that's in Clifton, New Jersey. That's like this tunnel where supposedly if you go into this tunnel and keep going down and down, you can get to hell. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, I mean, and then we have the Jersey Devil, which is like the big one, who's like the <clears> actual, <throat> you know, creature that lives in the southern half of New Jersey. Uh, but yeah, I could, I could, we could spend a good weekend where I could scare the shit out of you. We could eat a lot of good food.
3: I love that. That's, that, That's a I, series. I, let's plan on it. Yeah, I, I, I love the sound of that. Why? Because I feel like if the devil, if you, you drove around six times backwards, the devil will show up and you be like, hey, buddy. <laughs> 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 we'll be back with more Doughboys. <laughs>
2: man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But
3: now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk
2: out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and
3: switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with our
2: guest, Chris Gethard, noted soda enthusiast, discussing this week's topic, Coca-Cola Freestyle. This is a touchscreen soda fountain with over 160 combinations, first launched in 2009, designed Mitch, Mm-hmm. By an Italian automotive design firm called oh. Pina, uh, Pininfarina. You're trying to get my blood to boil. <laughs> which famously has a problem with Italians uh, and the devil. And mm-hmm. uh, they updated a version with mobile support in two in 2019, which I was able to take advantage of. But uh, before we get into this specifically, wow, try the mobile version. Oh yeah, I, I do. It, it's it's a wild scene. Uh, but before we get into this, Chris, I'm just curious because you mentioned your soda enthusiasm. Uh, like, what are you? How did you get so into to this? Uh, the, these bubbly, uh, sweet delights. And what are your favorites?
1: Well, I stopped drinking alcohol in my uh, when I was 21 years old. It was not. Okay. I just knew, you know, and I've seen enough right. in my family. I was like, this ain't for me. Um, but I need to be addicted to something. And mm-hmm. at a certain point I started realizing that, you know, there's like glass bottles of soda and you can get those. And then if you go to a party with drinkers, you have a glass bottle in your hand and you, and, cause I find actually it makes other people uncomfortable if you're not like, I was actually always oh, pretty sure. comfortable not drinking at a party, but it makes other people, It just kind of, I think like subtly removes a t- discomfort from other people. So I have these drinks and, there was one that was going around New York many years ago. It's really great. It's a ginger ale called Bruce Cost Fresh Ginger Ginger Ale and it has chunks of ginger floating in it. It was in like every deli, every bodega. And I found that very interesting. And then I started just realizing there were more options and I just kind of obsessively got into it. When I go to LA, my favorite place is Galco's, which I'm sure you guys have been to Galco's before mm, the yeah. soda supermarket. And at one point, I, I, I would honestly go so far as to say that you weren't going to find a better collection of soda. Um, I mean, probably you, I'm not going to claim best in the, in the world, but like, like, I was probably up there as far as one of the better collections of soda. And my wife told me like, we can't keep making movers move all these bottles of liquid. You have to just drink these things. As far as my favorites go, My favorite soda of all time is a drink called Mr. Cucumber, spelled with the Q. Mr. Cucumber, uh, not shocked that you guys have heard of it. I think it's delicious. There's another one that's a ginger-based drink out of Kentucky called L81. Uh, I Mm. really love that. As far as root beers go, the Virgil's Special Edition Bavarian Nutmeg is great. I think Sprecher's, all of their sodas are really good, specifically their cream soda, the only Achilles heel is that their ginger? Ale, they make all their sodas with honey, which is really amazing for sweet flavors. But they make their ginger ale with honey; it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, colas, I really like uh, Fentimans Cherry Cola, as oh, far Fentimins. as colas goes. So mm. I, I, I could really, I could talk about it all day. And um, I have a lot of a lot of strong opinions on soda. I also think soda, strangely, is kind of one of the most American things ever invented. I think you can sure. track like track the history of sodas and it kind of tells the whole history of American capital, like great alone was like this very small run grape soda. Um, that like started with just like one guy had an idea and he was this like trying to get rich quick guy with a grape soda uh, recipe. And then it got bought out by a series of different conglomerates and then it got crushed and, and, uh, but then it turned out that one of the guys from the Walmart family, the Waltons, really liked it. So he bought Gray Pet's rights and started bottling it again because he loved it so much. And I'm like, that's the idea that you can start out as like one person's effort to make it in America and then go through a whole saga of decades of like corporate buyouts and getting buried by your corporate foes and then the richest family in America revives your soda because the one guy, cause Sam Walton liked Grape growing up.
0: There's something that's just like so intrinsically
1: the American story in there. Yeah. So I just love it. I just love soda so much. And um, yeah, the, the, as far as the ones you can get on supermarket shelves, I got my opinions on which one of the ones of those are good. And as far as like, which, which of the glass glass bottled cane sugar uh, sodas I, I could, I could go all day. But those are some wow. of my favorites. Those are some of my favorites. L eight one. If you like a sweet ginger ales, I really like Verner's, which everybody in Detroit drinks. Um, yeah, all, there's a whole bunch. I could talk all day. But Mister Cucumber is top of the hill to me.
3: Sam, wow. Sam, Sam Richardson, big Verner's fan. a I, I, uh, j- recent guest. He loves. He loves Verner's. I, I love soda as well. I don't. I. 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 And I know. I know I know some sodas. I know some deep sodas. I not you know. I, I I know some some underground sodas, but I don't have the knowledge you have. That is that's 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 impressive. But what
1: are your what are your go tos here, Mitch?
3: Well, so my, my I always just try to drink diet sodas now. I'm I'm very mm-hmm. I'm very boring these days, but I'll do a diet Sunkist. I loved Sunkist growing up, and I love I love grape sodas and and orange sodas, and but I just I think Coca Cola is maybe like. The perfect product, like I, I, like I, I love an ice cold Coca Cola. I think it is like the perfect drink. I know that it's an evil company. I know that it's bad for you, especially you know since they pure 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 cane sugar Coke is is not as bad as the high fructose corn syrup ones, I guess. But but I but I uh, but I I've always that's like my my death meal or whatever. My final meal would be my drink would be a Coca-Cola. Like I, 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 I love Coke. I love a cherry Coke when I go and see a movie. But as far as like deep sodas stuff I like, I don't I don't even know if I can name any off the top of my head. Like I I just when you were saying something there, I was like, oh yeah, I've had that and it's good. But I'm not a person who like goes out of his way to buy sodas because I should never have them. So I'm always just kind yes. of picking from I'm always picking from like the the like the 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 boring diet cokes or whatever I get when I when I get a salad at lunch. But I and I, even that I shouldn't I shouldn't drink but I'm a fan of squirt why I like squirt I like cactus mm-hmm. cooler for ones that are a little oh, bit yeah. less mainstream even those are those are pretty mainstream compared to compared to what you said but um but I feel like when you go to in in LA if you go to like cactus taqueria you have you have the option of getting like a cactus cooler or or uh a, 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 a what's it called what did I just say cactus cooler or the other yes. one squirt which mm-hmm. which usually are not options at other places. So,
2: yeah i I'm with I'm with Mitch in the sense of just like I can't keep liquid sugar in my house because yeah. I already am battling my weight, and that's just like the work like that, that's an I ongoing it. battle. And I'll just fucking drink all of it. I drink. I I had a point where I was I had to switch to diet sodas. And then I got off diet sodas entirely because I just like I felt that feels detriment that feels also bad for your health. But I was I was literally drinking like six RC colas a day, just full sugar colas, just taking down a six pack every day. Yeah, Royal Crown Cola.
1: What led to the Royal Crown obsession?
2: It was my it was what my dad bought go uh, when I was growing up, and I think I think largely because the northeast. no, I think he, I think it was just the cheapest one. My dad cheapest shit. Dang and God. so we had, we had a lot of RC Cola and then also uh, uh, Pepsi products in the house. We were a Pepsi family, but, but, but I always liked RC better than Pepsi. And so, yeah, I was just having so much of that, that I, I yeah, I, I just can't keep it in the house anymore. It has to be an occasional indulgence. Now these days I don't drink any diet sodas at all. If I have a soda, mm. I will get a full sugar soda. Cause I'm just going to be, I'm just going to treat myself. Like yeah. why why fuck around why why have this artificial sugar why go halfway I'm just gonna go all the way and that way I'm able to scratch that itch on occasion and not have
3: it be a compulsion but I but let, let's talk mainstream sodas because well, that's what, what i I gotta I gotta bring up one that I that I left out with cactuses uh uh haritos uh-huh. uh, the uh, oh, oh yeah. sure the mandarin orange Joritos, I I, I the really the tamarindo eat, right. is great too tamarindo uh, oh most, yes most tamarindo flavors delightful. are really great. Yeah. Uh, t- uh, yeah. Haritos. I like a lot. I've tried, like, I feel like anytime we go, like if we're in the, uh, you know, if we like, if we're in the South or whatever, like, is it cheer wine? The, the red. So like, yeah, cheer wine in North
1: Carolina, they also have blendum. Yeah. Blenheim's ginger ale in North Carolina is great. And new grape in North Carolina is great. They have three. sodas in North Carolina that are very, very good.
3: I'm a big fan of, of, of um, what is it? Is it, is it, what is the grape one that I like? Not is it, is it, crush crush soda mm-hmm. the crush grape i'm a big fan of crushed grape um but also i like um uh i like the fanta like uh i think i don't know if this is the fanta in the states but there's the fanta that's like that's similar to orangina it almost has like kind of like sure. pulp in it and 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 uh and i'm a big fan of that i, I love nazi orangina. soda
1: you know fanta is nazi soda
3: is it really Fanta?
1: Fanta is my understanding. If I remember the history of Fanta correctly, Coca-Cola was popular in Germany. And then during the war, they knew it would be a bad look to sell such an American product. So they created Fanta uh, as like a way to keep making money in Germany without tangling up Wow, the, the Americanism of Coca-Cola in it. So it's a Coca-Cola-owned product that was initially created for the, not, for the Nazis. Nazi wow. soda. Those you know are the what? bullet points. I may have one or that's that's the broad strokes. I'm sure some nerd will correct me.
3: You know what? No, I don't. I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't want a Fanta. Why? I don't want a <laughs> – <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It's specifically created in Germany
2: in 1940 during World War II uh, by wow. the the German Coca-Cola company.
3: So that's, there you go. That's that is that's Nazi wild. Soda. There, well, Nazi soda. Damn. I so. You know what? I guess I like that. I like that Nazi soda. Apparently, I I they they the the the, the, the uh, specifically the orange one, which is just saying that I like <laughs> I like Orangina more than more than uh more than than Fanta. But like I like that kind of like a little bit of pulp refreshing kind of half soda sometimes too, which which the Fanta I think that is only overseas where the cuz I think a Fanta orange in the states is just like an orange soda, right? Like uh Yeah. How do yeah. you like
1: a San Pellegrino? I feel like that would be up your alley.
3: I, I love San. I'm a big fan of San Pellegrinos. I I I, I like them a lot. I, I don't see them as much uh, anymore. I feel like that was like kind of a like another thing in L.A. where you'd go to like a sandwich shop or something. They have some San Pellegrinos, but they they, they those those are tasty. I like the uh, wow. I just got one right there. But he's I'm talking drinking more a San of the Pellegrino soda. right now. He's no, I know more that the flavored the soda ones. ones. Yeah, I know yeah. the flavored
2: ones. But I I drink a lot of unflavored San Pellegrino, and that's partly how I get I scratch my soda itch. With is a little tinfoil on top of a little, it. the little effervescence. Yeah, no, I know yeah. which ones you're talking about. Yeah. I like those too. Those are good. But I can't have those every day. These I can have every day. I always felt like
1: LaCroix came in and stole the the flavored San Pellegrino's Thunder, which I never understood because mm. I, I, I feel like, again, I, I'm not trying to be too divisive. I know that sometimes people on this show can set off a lot of controversy, oh, yeah. but I think LaCroix is very overrated
3: personally. Oh, well, guess what? Yeah. You got a partner there. I think Lacroix is completely overrated. If I, what if makes I,
1: it special? Why do people obsess over Lacroix? Why? No,
3: no
2: calories. That's it's just not no, caloric. But you have just added like sugar every in the same other bellagina. seltzer. Every yes. other
1: seltzer also has no calories. So, why are we acting like Lacroix is some like people refer to it as like oh I have seltzer or I have Lacroix as if you're busting out the Cadillac of seltzers? It's a perfectly standard seltzer, and I'm I'm a, I'm getting a little tired of it on my end. I think you can hear the exasperation wow. in my voice.
3: I, I'm I'm a hundred I'm a hundred percent with you. I I we've we've uh I've talked about it on the show that I think Lacroix like makes me thirstier, It like dries me out more. That when I drink a Lacroix, I'm like, this isn't refreshing like I want it to be. I'm a fan of uh I'm I, I'm a fan of Polar Seltzer. I'm I'm a big Polar Seltzer fan, and and uh a Polar Orange Dry was what I was having a lot when I was when mm-hmm. I was back home. Uh, th- and th- that's one of, that's one of my favorite sodas. Polar orange dry is, is fantastic. And that's got a little bit of, of like pulpy pulpiness in it.
1: I'd go so far as to say, I feel like LaCroix tastes a little cheap. I feel like that tastes a little cheap, LaCroix, cheap, dirty water. That's how I, I
2: think of it. I love it. I love wow. that. it. It's great hot take. Do you really love it? Oh all right, you No, I don't know. I don't I love the I love the hot take. Lacroix I could take oh, or leave. Cool. I like I've had it I've had it a little bit and I've just, I've never it's it's like fine. It's it's replacement level uh that sort of seltzer with a little bit of like that just dusting of flavor. It's the, it doesn't actually have a flavor, it just has kind of like an like an essence of flavor. Uh mm. it, I, I think it's fine, but it, it's it's I'd rather just have a plain seltzer. I'd rather just have a little bit of sparkling water.
1: Am I wrong in that people seem to think it's like a fancy thing to have? Like they seem to think it's a thing that if you bust it out at your barbecue, this has somehow made the barbecue better. And it's not. It's just LaCroix. They got lucky. And God bless them. I'm not trying to go make your money, LaCroix people. But we mm. got to stop with this idolization of LaCroix. Take it yeah. off the pedestal.
3: It became a big thing in like writer's room. And I remember when I first had them, I was like, oh, these are like fun. And you can drink these instead of like drinking water during the day, which is, which is, but you're right. There's just other seltzers that you could have too. I, I think this is like 10 years ago when I first tried them, I was like, oh, okay. And then I got so sick of them so fast, like, a, like immediately, like that year when we were writing the birthday boys show, I, so that's what we were like LaCroix. And then even within that year or or within two years, I was like, ugh. Fucking Lacroix. It, it just it, it, it's it's to me. There's there's better seltzers. It it, it to me it, it it feels like it dries you out. It I, has the I'm opposite effect that I want from a from a drink. I want to be. I, I I I want and for me it's I I I I changed over to uh, what you might call it spin I like spindrifts. I like oh, a little. Yeah. I like a little decent. touch of. Give me a little touch of fruit in there, or whatever, like uh, like or anything else, even polar seltzers. I know there's, I know spin drifts themselves are even divisive to people, but Lacroix just it doesn't it doesn't do it for me. There's something about it I just fucking I don't like it. I I agree.
2: It's kind of like it's kind of like a you know it's almost like taking a teaspoon of cornstarch. It just kind of dries out your mouth a little bit. It's not refreshing, which is not what you want in a in a soft drink. But I uh, as far as the spin drifts, I like the spin drifts. It, it's amazing how much, what a difference like 15 calories worth of juice will do. Yeah, because that just has a little bit of juice. It's, just, it's so much better than the you know artificially or naturally flavored, however they get it. You know, uh, Lacroix with a little bit of essence. It's got.
3: Give Give me a Topo Chico, which just tastes oh, I love comparatively. A Topo Chico. Oh, to compared to uh, compared to Lacroix, Topo Chico is fucking. That's the Rolls Rolls Royce. Bring that out at a cookout, and I would much rather have a fucking Topo Chico. Topo Chico bottled by the Coca-Cola Corporation. So Fuck.
1: I yeah. think uh I also think Spindrift too, you gotta give credit to their graphic design. There's something about it that looks like very classic mm. and classy. Whereas I look at LaCroix's graphic design, I'm like, this comes from the era of slap bracelets and rollerblades. I, it yeah. doesn't even it doesn't <laughs> even look cool.
3: It does. It, it, you're right. It's like a it's like one of the it's 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 like a hypercolor shirt or something. It's yeah. like a it's like yeah. a it's that glossiness where you're like, that's not supposed, to, that's like, that texture isn't supposed to, that's not supposed to be on a jacket. No, you know it, looks it looks that like that a drink
1: that fucking Chester Cheeto would love, you know? <laughs> like, why are we acting like this is the, the Mercedes of, ugh, can't do it
3: anymore. Yeah, no, I, I, people will be mad. You're right that people will be mad at us. There's, there's people who are furious right now, but you know what? You got to hear it. You got to hear the truth. LaCroix's not that great. It's overrated. I'm just
1: glad to be in an environment where I no longer need to bite my tongue. And if there's one thing I've always heard about the doughboys, it's that you guys aren't sitting around worrying about being woke. And the fact that I get to air out my true feelings about LaCroix has made me understand how true that is. And goddamn, am I psyched to be standing next to two other titans of truth telling right now?
3: Well, I did I did I did I did give give a thumbs up to a Nazi soda just moments ago. <laughs> yeah. So the next Doughboys
2: tour will be uh, like it'll be called like uncanceled
3: <laughs> can for like the soda. Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Wags, we're doing we're doing we're doing something we're doing something different today, and I like it. I like the fact that we're do we're we're reviewing the Coke freestyle machine, right? Which, Chris, I have I have, I have a lot of thoughts on it, but I'm going to I'm going to tell you what should I should I get into what I did, Wags? let's before we do that cuz i I, okay. I know we'll all have takes on this i am curious
2: chris l- you you talked a lot of artisan sodas you gave us a lot of deep cuts let's uh, just st- stick into kind of mainstream sodas yeah, what you might see, see it, at a fountain yeah. like what are
1: your, what are your faves um i have a lot of love for coke i've read entire books on coke multiple books wow. um there's one all about the history of Coca-Cola. again you'd be shocked how much it always echoes the american times like um Even, like, you'd be shocked. Coca-Cola was invented by a guy who then sold the formula off to, like, seven different people and claimed each of them had it exclusive. So there were, like, decades of court battles about who even owned Coke. Coke was, like... There were, like, congressional condemnations of Coke that clearly relate to the fact that it was initially popular in the black community, like, American race relations tied into Coke. So Coke is a fascinating product. I'm with you on that. uh, Especially whether it's the Mexican Coke or the Passover yellow cap coke, you get it with the real oh, sugar, yes. really good stuff, really good stuff. Yeah. As far as mainstream sodas that I think are cut above the rest, um I really enjoy Wild Cherry Pepsi. I've always thought that Wild Cherry mm. Pepsi just really nails what a cherry cola can be. Um I do I'm starting to come around on some of these like weird like uh, Coke vanilla orange and like the Coke mango initially mm-hmm. I thought they had like a real medicinal taste to them starting to come around on those
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I'll always enjoy Mountain Dew just like it's mm. super gross and I know that it, but like yeah. it also has a long history in in Appalachia in particular but I just think Mountain Dew is good those are the ones that jump out I always point towards Wild Cherry Pepsi as like if you if you're only talking mainstream sodas that's one that I just go man it just tastes good, and the, the balance of the flavors is really on target.
3: I'm glad that I'm glad that when he asked you about mainstream sodas, you weren't like. Bubble up is pretty good. You could, you could have just like fucking destroyed us and been like, uh, what I think is mainstream soda is fucking bubble up. You right. fucking <laughs> you fucking simp's. You fucking dumbasses.
1: Well, I was gonna say from there, you start to like dive deeply into like stuff that's gonna be popular regionally at best.
3: Mm, sure,
1: Fago. Um, Fago, like Fago, it, people in the Detroit area think of Fago as a mainstream soda, but the rest mm. of us, I think Fago, it's funny. Fago, for anybody out there listening, you've probably heard of it because the insane clown posse are obsessed with it. Yeah, but do not write Fago off as like a gimmicky soda, they like it because it's really, really good. Um, there's a flavor in particular called Rock and Rye. That people out there should try because man, it is it is really different than anything else. I don't even know how to describe it. It's good and Moon Mist, which I think is kind of like their Mountain Dew is very good. Why? Um,
3: we've we've we had Rock and Rye. We had
2: Rock and Rye here. Our, our buddies uh, Brett and Murder Brian were uh, from. That's right. uh right.
3: Uh, Where we're here for a a, a, a Fago themed podcast. We did. That's right. And it was and it was it was it was really good. I I I, I love soda. I would drink all of it. All I I, I truly. I truly would rather have that than like when people go out for like a steak and have a beer, I'd rather have a soda. But like, uh, Mm. and I think that as a man who's like, you know, I'm about to be 40. I think people think that's strange, but I, I, I love it. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's a thing to me. Like you were saying that the American aspect of it is, is great. It feels like a, like a, in the, especially 4th of July, just rolled around having a, a, a fucking ice cold soda and stuff. And it makes me sad that there's not as much, stuff like that anymore, Wags, you know, you I always talk about Brigham's, but just like the, the, like a fountain, like a fountain place where you can go and get different sodas or a cherry Coke or whatever. It's like hard to, and this kind of bleeds into my issue with the Coke freestyle machine is like, yes, I love a cherry Coke. We were just at a pie and burger Wags. I took my, my mom and sister to mom and sister to pie and burger. And I had like an classic Casadina actual- spot. And I had like an actual cherry Coke, like, you know, like the cherry syrup Mm. in a Coke. And it was so fantastic. It was, it was really great. And then I'm like, does the Coke freestyle machine, does it, does it get it right? Does it get all these, these, all, all these different sodas, right? Does it, does it nail all these sodas? And I don't, I don't know, but I know that. We're gonna get into it in a minute. I I, I don't I don't want to jump the gun, but it but no, but let's it, get let's get into it. I mean, right.
2: it's it, the the novelty of it is. I'll, I'll first say that if this was around when I was a child, I think it was the greatest thing in the world because just the novelty wow. of being able to come up with every. I, I was trying to do this with a soda fountain, even without options. I was just like, mm-hmm. how I'll put in a third Dr Pepper, uh, a third Sprite, and a third. You know a uh, whatever the orange drink they have there and just sort of see what happens, you know, or, or mm. the suit. I like for a long time, my drink was the suicide, just getting every, some of every soda uh, in the same cup. And so that you can do that experimentation in, in a more regimented way. And also if you want to get next level with it, you can make your, you can take your orange vanilla Coke and then also put in a spritz of, you know, PIB extra Wow, uh, a with, suicide uh, with
3: mango flavor or whatever. A suicide on a Coke freestyle machine might, be an actual suicide there's a (laughs) hundred (laughs) and there's 130 flavors or something right there's like there's I feel like that would be like I don't know what the the, when you mix them all together what color that would be but it might be like it might not be it might be toxic it would be it would be insane to mix all those together but this is my fear of it wags is like does it kind of just take on one flavor it is do you really get the taste of a of a cherry coke which is my go-to Mm -hmm. which is the thing I got last. But I should set up where I went. I went to Universal City Walk last night. I went to uh, the AMC at Universal City Walk. Um, I bought a ticket to Black Widow uh, with a Doughboys card. And I went to see Black Widow. I got myself a tub of popcorn wags, and I got myself a a soda, a large soda. And I went over to this... uh, Free freestyle machine and I just started I just started going and by the way I got this tub of popcorn I want to put butter on it the guy mm. next to me puts butter on his and then he puts ketchup on top of his popcorn no come on what I was like seeing it and I was like it's depraved I was like both at the same time like thought I was gonna I was like ugh, I'm gonna that's fucking gross it's making me that's making me fucking I feel like I'm gonna puke but then also at the same time I was so excited to just see anything to talk about for the show that <laughs> I was thrilled. <laughs> I was thrilled to see this guy putting fucking, it was, it was fucking nasty. And I like looked at him kind of, and like he looked at me and I looked away. I, I was like nervous to be, to watch him do it, but he was, he was putting pup, he was putting ketchup on the fucking top of his popcorn. That man, Colin Hanks. <laughs> That's why he's banned. Yeah. Um. But But I got myself some popcorn and butter and then I went over to the, the uh the coke freestyle machine should i should i should i start saying what i got wags
2: yeah wait let's uh i i think we're gonna each have gotten so many things that maybe we should kind of alternate a bit Uh, but gethard like the the coke freestyle machine i mean when were you first introduced to it and what was your latest visit uh
1: like many as 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 uh Mitch just mentioned, I feel like many of us, right, the movie theater lobby is where the Coke right, freestyle yeah. machine kind of answers your life. I was very lucky that I was uh, I was out of town working a week ago in Virginia, and I happened to enter a place to buy lunch that had a Coke freestyle machine, so I was able to mess around with one within the past you know, 10 days, which wow. felt really good knowing that we were going to talk about them for this podcast. And I have a very, very similar reaction to, I think, what you guys are expressing, which is, in theory this should be one of the greatest devices, especially yeah. for anyone's childhood. In execution, I don't, know, I don't know that I've ever walked away anything but slightly underwhelmed, which is a shame, because yeah. right, the premise of a Coke Freestyle machine is that you effectively can be your own Willy Wonka, right? You can be like yeah. a mad scientist and make a cool thing. I always feel like it comes out tasting like diet soda with cough syrupy flavors in it. That's I always the, walk away with that that's,
3: feeling. That's that is the the flavorings on them uh, to me always feel like like a like a medicinal like you were saying or very or just very syrupy. There's something there's something going on with the mix sometimes and and you know I find that it's also a sort of thing of like you can go to a machine and it can be like the Coke syrup can be can be you know almost gone and or like you know like or the you know the bubbles aren't as good on this machine and so it can affect. I think that there's you have chances of getting a good version at it at certain Coke freestyle machines. But these things are like workhorses. If you go to, if you go to AMC at universal city walk, these things are just being used constantly for like 15 hours a day. You know what I mean? It's just, they're just getting, there's, there's so many people just using them constantly. And then you'll see all the dots go out on the screen of sodas. You can't select because something's going on. And I feel like it's a thing that like, they put the syrup in at the beginning of the day, and then they walk away from it, and and whatever you get is what you get. But if you go and get like a cherry coke, and the and the coke syrup is low, I feel like that's going to taste like a heavy cherry syrupy mess. You know, right. I like I, I think I think your chance of getting that also. Why? Because I was going to say, I think one of the first places I saw this movie theaters for sure. But I think it was all about the bread was maybe one of the first places I saw it. Like, there's, like, weird places in L.A. It's a fancy that, like, pants sandwich shop in West Hollywood. Fancy pants? Didn't Funny or Die get that for lunch, like, every day at one point? I mean, okay, well, yeah, it wasn't fa- it, it was. It's like an oh, individual. So your free lunch every day was fancy pants is what you're trying no. to say. Well, wait, free lunch every day?
2: Come on. That was, like, on occasion.
3: Oh, they didn't buy you lunch all the time? No, if there was, like, a celebrity there to impress. <laughs> We we have Screech here. We need to. Oh, I shouldn't have yeah. chosen the guy. <laughs> I re, I real I real I realized a second into saying his name that he has passed away. Rest in peace, Screech. All right, but B. I should have said Urkel or somebody. Um, but sure, it, a fancy. <laughs> it, it's fancy. It's fancy enough. But it was it was one of the places that I noticed at first. I think movie theaters are maybe the place where they exist more than than anywhere. And it it it. it, it, it it kind of scares me that it's going to be my fear is, is that it's just going to be the thing that takes over everywhere. And like, when you go to the arc light, they had an actual cherry Coke spigot. And so you'd get that. And it was great. It tasted. (laughs) I
2: sneezed again. God.
3: Wow. No warning that
2: time.
1: Wow. completely
3: caught off guard. I (laughs) am
1: judging you hard.
3: (laughs) This is just like, Oh God, this is karma. Um, Shouldn't have laughed at that podcast all those years ago. I'm sneezing there, all there's over some, the place. There's
2: some young kid listening to the show right now, and like, in uh, they're gonna meet up with their friends and just laugh and laugh over your sneezes. <laughs> it's gonna be like this is the funniest thing in the
3: world, and have inside <laughs> jokes about it.
2: And then someday they'll start a podcast of their own and talk about it.
3: Oh god, sounds like a piece of shit. Um, <sighs> Uh, I've, I lost track. I don't know what the fuck I was saying. The sneeze threw me off so much. The
1: cherry Coke spigot yes, at the movies. Yes. Th- and you're right. I love... Cherry Coke is my go-to at the movies.
3: And And, and oh, when, yeah, when, for when, sure. When, when you get it straight from the source, when it's that actual cherry Coke, that's all that's on the label. That's what you're getting. You're getting the pure cherry Coke mixture. It's it's better. It just is better. Like There's no doubt in my mind. Why do you... Do you agree with that? Give, give me the
2: dedicated apparatus. Give me the thing yeah. that do, that has its one purpose and does its job. And Because I think one of the issues with the Coke of Cole freestyle, and I don't have any personal experience with maintaining this, uh, these sorts of things, but I do remember at, at one of my jobs, when I worked in the video game industry, they got, you know, the boss at one point bought like a fancy automatic espresso machine. And the whole mm. thing was like, oh, look, there's this fancy espresso machine. How cool is this? The novelty wore off almost immediately because there were like, 12 different things that had to be changed constantly, just constantly yeah. had to open this thing out and swap out different components and swap mm-hmm. out different, you know, bags and, uh, and nozzles. And, uh, it, and, and it was just like, it, and things were, and it was always breaking and things would be so inconsistent. And I think that's the issue with a Coca-Cola freestyle is it's just so, it, it's, it's so ambitious to have this kind of black box that any liquid could come out of and there's just so many points of failure and it makes it uh, makes for a very inconsistent product. That said, overall, I like it and mm-hmm. I had a nice experience with my most recent Coca-Cola freestyle outing. Uh, I went to a Burger King now, the Coca-Cola Freestyle, if you haven't messed around with it or if you're just looking for one to try and, and sip along with the show, there's a Coca-Cola Freestyle Finder, uh, and it will, you know, say any restaurants or, or theaters or what have you that have these in there on their premises. Um, I got myself two small cups so I could double fist, and I got myself a small BK fries to use as a palate cleanser between sips. And like Wait, I said, what? I don't do diet drinks.
3: Well done. Like, you were double that's, fisting? That's dedication.
2: Well, no, I just, like, it was easier, so I didn't have to keep making trips. Already, I mm. felt judged just making multiple trips and having, like, taking, like, a quarter f- cup of soda and then drinking it and then coming right back. Like, I-, I could see people were already
3: kind of clocking me for doing this. So I was standing right at the machine, which, by the way, the AMC ones, they have the silver Coke Freestyle machines, which I'm not sure if that's, like, an upgraded version From or what. From those big red ones? There, there's the big red ones, and then th- these mm-hmm. ones were, these are silver bad boys. Oh, yeah, I've seen uh, those yeah and why why is your espresso thing was just going to make me think like that's the issue is like I bet you that these Coke freestyle machines are not getting all the syrups changed out on a regular basis. It's just impossible i mean like and and no a m c employee should have to fucking be doing that all the time either i mean there's there was like six of them in that in that a m c alone, so it's like imagine a machine that would replace like a Starbucks barista. Yes. Like that
2: would be, that would be an extraordinarily complex piece of machinery that would also not do anywhere near of good a, a, of a job. And honestly, if you're going to try to have this concept, like you'd, if you're going to try to do this properly, you'd have an actual soda jerk. We'd we'd throw back to All uh, right. those days. We'd throw them back to those days and you have someone uh, actually making these concoctions like a Jack, for you.
3: jackfruit sort of situation. Okay. Chris, what were you, Chris, what were you, I cut you off there. What were we Don't were you throw say? it back
1: to me now that you so you go ahead ham fist in the same joke you ham fisted in before. Now I gotta cover your ass. This is why I stopped doing improv. This is why I stopped doing improv. Everybody who ever wanted to make some fucking ham fisted thing then goes, fix it, Catherine. No, I'm
3: with you. No, hold was, on a second. I'll 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 will go deeper. Wags, what type of soda do you use for a soda jerk? <laughs> All right. Like a... Uh, What's like a lubricated soda that you like to use for your soda jerk? What yes, soda do you like to jerk off with is what I'm trying to say. Go ahead. Tell me. I was just going to say
1: that I think one of the things that's so frustrating about Coke Freestyle machines, and I wonder if we'd all <laughs> agree based on what we've said, is those big red machines. When you first saw them, did you not feel like a seven-year-old kid who was excited when you realized what was going on? Like the, the actual sure. The actual machine itself. Mm-hmm. And when you realize, like, what is that? And then you go, "Oh, that's a soda machine where I can formulate any flavor myself." Mm-hmm. It's an exciting thing,
3: and I—I I, like, I agree with that.
1: I feel like the the delivery of the product. Like, I almost feel like if the machine looked worse, I'd be happier with the drink that came out. Because mm-hmm. the machine gets me excited. You know what it's, I mean?
3: It's a very—it's a—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a very cool looking machine. But I'm sorry, quickly, Wags, what soda do you use to jerk off with? <laughs> So
2: I got myself You're not gonna answer
3: <laughs> I started
2: off with a, with a straight up Coca-Cola and I'm just like, how does this thing do a Coca-Cola? Hold and on. I'll say
3: Can't you just say cream soda or something and make me happy? Oh, that's good. Yeah, cream soda, Mitch. Right, that's what I use. You. Thank you.
1: Spreckers or Boilens? Spreckers <laughs> or boilens. <laughs>
3: Spreckers. I
2: was like, how is this thing gonna do just like a straight up Coke? And it did fine. Mm -hmm. I tried that, and then the other one I tried for my first round was, this is one I read on a bunch of different lists is like, try this, this is surprisingly good, is the Coke Raspberry. Mm. And I found it delightful. Wow. It's like a a liquid uh, raspberry chocolate truffle. It's just like, it's a great little sweet drink with a lot of dense flavor. I, I thought it was, I thought the raspberry flavor worked really, really well and didn't seem too artificial.
3: Interesting. Yeah. I was surprised I, by that. I, I, so uh, like I said, I was at the AMC. I had no issue just kind of standing there and just drinking. I was, I was just trying different flavors, sitting there and drinking it. What I, I'll tell you something that I found overall after, after I named what, what everything I had. So I, I did a high C orange vanilla, Mm-hmm. That, was, that, was, that was one of the things I got. I got myself a Powerade strawberry, and then I also got, you know, I'll stop there. And this, this is what I was going to say. The non-carbonated drinks I kind of had more success with. Interesting. Um, the, the strawberry Powerade was, was, was good. I didn't, even know, I didn't even know Powerade had a strawberry. The, 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 I don't see it. I don't see I don't it at 7-Eleven. Yeah. I don't think they bottled it. I think it's just in the freestyle machine. It was really good. It, it was it was fantastic, and that and that orange vanilla high C was was great. It was just a hint of vanilla with that orange high C. That's the you know, the McDonald's the McDonald's favorite that which they have brought back since, but they discontinued it for a while. But I really like that high C orange, and and the uh, and the orange vanilla was 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 really good. So those are my two non. Carbonated or non fizzy drinks, and what was in, the
2: issue with? Because you said the the non carbonated worked a little bit better. Was your issue that the carbonation level wasn't good on that machine? Because mine mine were all well carbonated.
3: No, they were they were well carbonated. I just felt I just felt like these tasted closer to what they were supposed to be like. Like like okay. I, I felt like some of the other ones like did they didn't mix too well. So I I also got uh, before I get into my sodas, I got a I got a, a Dasani sparkling raspberry peach, which looked Mm. very, it like looked very orangey. Like it looks, it looked. here's, here's a picture of it. It looks like very, it looks like a soda, but just holding up his phone. But you see, you see the cup, (laughs) you see within the cup. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks like, or it just looks like an orange drink. Yeah. It looks like like an orange drink, but it was actually, it was pretty light and not bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't great. It was a, it was a LaCroix situation for me. I didn't, I didn't love it. It has like five calories or 10 calories, I think with a, with the flavoring, but why was it that dark? Why? I don't understand why it was that, <laughs> yeah. that color of orange. Um, uh, should I just go? Should I just finish? Should I just tell you what, the, what my sodas that I got? I got a mellow yellow limeade, which I thought was like interesting. And I thought that was actually pretty tasty. And then a Pib extra cherry, which mm-hmm. I, which I liked a lot. This is one of the, this is one of the, 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 the good performers and also a vanilla diet barks root beer. Which was also really good. They, I mean, like okay, so we're we're getting into some interesting territory here because
2: mm-hmm. your machine had Pib, mine had Dr Pepper, and I didn't wow. realize any Coca Cola Freestyles even had wow. Dr Pepper, but wow. that was that wow. was available on mine. Uh, the 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 Diet Barks Vanilla. I got the straight up Barks Vanilla, and I will say that was one of my favorites. I kind of wanted more vanilla, but I do think it was just, uh, and maybe I'm wrong on that, but I do think that just like the mix of root beer and and vanilla was just so smooth and delicious. It kind of I like the bite of barks but it kind of took the edge off a little bit. It, I thought that was that was a delight.
3: Yeah. Uh barks barks I, see I didn't this also brings up the fact of missed opportunity for Mountain Dew because I feel like Chris I'm also a fan of Mountain Dew and and uh I feel like a Mountain Dew freestyle like in the freestyle machine you'd have a lot of the a Baja Blast, you'd have a lot of fun with stuff in, in there. So,
1: well, it's a Pepsi product. I wonder if Pepsi yeah. is
3: coming out with their own
1: equivalent of a freestyle machine. They
2: they,
3: they it. are. They... It's the Pepsi Spire. Mm. Okay, and Pepsi
2: it's in limited Spire, locations. That evil. Yeah. It really does. An <laughs> <It's gonna laughs> obelisk. A bad name.
1: They're going to change that name before it goes wide, right? I would think so.
2: Yeah, it's it's bad branding. It sounds it sounds ominous. But I did, let, let's talk a little bit, uh, uh, Gethard, about what you got on your trip.
1: I got, a, there's one thing I got that I really enjoyed, which is so simple, and it's not the most adventurous thing, but we've all had a Coke with a lemon squeezed into it, and that's pretty good. But when you just get the Coke lemon on a, on a freestyle machine, it's pretty smart to just have a lemon syrup mm. infused with your Coke. I really, mm. really liked that. And then I tried something that I've often tried, which is I think maybe, because it's so, you know it's very strange listening to you guys talk, is we all said that we find these machines rather underwhelming but then you listed a number of combinations that you really liked. So there's something psychologically there, right? But I tried something, one of the things I was most excited about uh, when I first encountered one of these was to have not just a cherry Coke, not just a vanilla Coke, but a cherry vanilla Coke. Never good out of the freestyle machine. I feel like that's the perfect example of a thing that those things are much better separate than together and it kind of undercuts the potential of this, uh, this, this sort of device as a whole. Mm-hmm. But that that's what I'm walking. I'm sitting here listening to you guys going. We all said that we don't love these machines, and like Mitch, you said, yeah, it's a kind of a missed opportunity. And then you listed like six things that you were like, that was very good, actually.
3: <laughs> right. I mean, it. I'll say this. A lot of that is from past experiences with it. Like last night, it was hitting better than it has before. Like uh, like uh it last night. Like I was like, oh, it feels like one it feels like all the the, the fucking syrups are are, are are kicking. It feels like I'm t- actually tasting Coke because my last drink was a, was a cherry Coke that I got for the because that is just, I went and watched the movie and I had a cherry Coke. But it felt like all the syrups were there and it did feel carbonated. I feel like sometimes though, like I said, those things can be off. There's like a lot of, there's just so many factors in these damn machines that you don't know what you're going to get. And by the way, I was going to say, do you think, uh, I just looked at some synonyms for Spire so Pepsi, it could be Pepsi Steeple. Is that any less? Ooh. Is that any less? Is that any less evil? Or Pepsi Apex?
1: Apex okay. is great. Pepsi, Pepsi yeah, Apex. Apex.
3: Pepsi Apex is good. Um, I'm. Ex- I'm, I, I, I'm. 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 See, I'm excited for that too, just because I. I. I love Baja Blast. I love. I love that. That Baja Blast is like the fun Taco Bell. It's like Taco Bell's Frosty yeah. is what we've basically said on here before, but like. To try all the different Dew flavors, the Dew flavors are Code fun. Code
1: Red, yeah.
3: Code yeah. Red, the, the the USA one, Red White and Dew is out now or whatever. Like all those things are fun to me. So, having a Pepsi machine that does it too is great. I just my fear is is that I'm just never gonna have a Cherry Coke spigot again. And that Cherry Coke last night was not as good. It didn't taste as mm. good. That was that was like my big thought. At the end of the night I went in with I finally filled my cup all the way up with a cherry coke went in to watch the movie and I was like this does not taste as good as a cherry coke straight from the straight from the source
1: right that, just because we brought up mountain dew I do want to say you guys are you aware that there's a subset of the soda community that is just the people who obsess over the different flavors of mountain dew and this yes. is true there's people who I love just it. they try to chase down all the limited edition mountain dews and that's their whole thing
3: Hmm. Wow. I. 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 I love that. And I. I. Sh- it's that other thing that we were saying earlier. Is like I try not to drink full sugar sodas, but like I want to try every do. I. I. In my notes app on my phone, I have red, white, and do. Like try red, white, and do because I want to try red, white, and do. It's like, like on I, your to do list. <laughs> it's on my to do list. Your to d
1: e w list. <laughs>
3: My notes app is just mostly like snacks and sodas that I've seen that I write down and, and, uh, and, and I want to try, but yeah, I think, I think it's, and I think that, you know what, we've said this with, with Taco Bell, it's like in, and we're mad at them for pulling back on this a little bit lately, but it's that Willy Wonka factor, like you're saying of, of Mountain Dew does do that, but they give you, they give you that product Mm -hmm. and, and Taco Bell did do that. And here's this, there's a new way to eat cheese and beef and whatever, all mixed up together. But, and and that's the promise of the Coke freestyle machine. But it, it doesn't always deliver. It, like, and there are there are fun stuff that I wouldn't try. And I think I think maybe it just comes down to like I'm boring and I want a cherry Coke. You know what I mean? Like like uh like having a power. And I I I did over here last night a kid talking about like a power raid and how he's gonna have this power raid. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I'm not going to a theater and like getting a a power raid. That's almost a better thing to have at like Disney. World or whatever. Oh, you can get a fucking uh, grape Powerade if you want to, or or a sparkling water. At the movie theaters, I just want I want just a good soda, a Coke or, or a Cherry Coke.
1: What's your relationship with ice in a fountain drink?
3: Great question. I like it. I, I know that some people are like go light ice or no ice. I mean, no ice seems crazy to me because I'm that, a no that's, icer. I'm a no. Are icer. you no really? ice? I'm a no. Oh ice. my god, Chris, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I, well, I struggle with it. Well. I'm really Does it I mean, hurt your teeth? Listen, I'm like tell, I'll tell you right now, like, I'm not kidding. This is not staged. Like on my desk in front of me right here, glass bottle of a red ribbon soda. Like I keep bottle the oh, the Dublin. If you we could talk all day just about the Dublin bottling works out of Texas. Wow. Their green apple. I so I love the glass bottle. And it it yeah. really it almost ties into what you were saying about having the dedicated spigots for these flavors. Mm-hmm. Whatever goes into a glass bottle, that's what the bottler wanted to go in there.
0: Mm -hmm. And a glass
1: bottle retains that carbonation so well, it's what comes out of there. That's why I, I don't think plastic bottles or cans do it nearly as good a job. I trust when I'm drinking directly from a glass bottle that I'm tasting what the person who formulated this wants me to taste. And I feel like ice waters that down now i've wow. I've heard from people this is something that sometimes other people who collect sodas have given me guff about where they'll say when people make when people calibrate their fountain soda uh syrups, they are doing it supposedly with the idea that you're going to have a one third cup full of ice, and that that's part of the calibration is they expect you to have it there. But for me, I go, what happens with me with ice is it's Good right out of the gate, but as that ice melts, now you start to get watered-down pockets. You get some of those pockets where maybe this sip was a little warmer than the sip right next to it. If it's mm. if I readjust the straw, now it's going right through the ice instead of off to the side of the ice. I could taste the difference there. So I don't... It's tough. Am I anti ice or am I just so devoted to the purity of a glass (laughs) bottle? That's the question.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm I'm with you in the fact that I do think, I I do think like having an ice like having a an 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 ice cold but no ice in it bottle of Coca Cola I think is great. Like I, I, I I would enjoy that, but. When it comes to when it, when it comes to getting something from like the Coke freestyle machine, I'm just not sure if that if the fizzy water that they mix with the syrup is cold enough. That's right. the thing that I'm afraid of. Right. Is yes. that you're going to get like a like a and also maybe it's a it's a testament to also again these these freestyle machines where I'm just like the idea of cuz like a, 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 a warm bottle of a Mexican Coke, I could drink that and be like this is good and it tastes like Coke, it's just warm. And then the idea of of a a Coke freestyle machine, Coke with no ice, I'm just like that. Just feels like sitting syrup. It doesn't feel the same as a as a bottled Coca Cola to me. It feels yes. like it feels like something's wrong there. Like I feel like ice is almost necessary, necessary, necessary. It's necessary to have in there. I like a like a, but I don't know. So you just you'll go and fill it up and just have no ice in the. I generally, with a fountain drink, have no ice. And I see the look on both of your faces.
1: Wow, I'm shocked. I can feel the indignation of the listeners. I just don't trust that ice is watering this down in a way that was intended by the creator of this drink. And I want to respect them. And maybe maybe I'm overthinking this one. Um, but I overthink
3: soda. In general. I like I like the stance. I like. I, I, yeah. I, I And also, you're you're a, you're a soda aficionado. So I who are we to question you? No, yes. I, but
1: I, I think there's a lot of people in the soda world who would say I'm an idiot for this, and I'll also be the first to admit <laughs> there are a lot of sodas. I would say, especially root beers, where they have to be super cold for you to really get what's. That's where you start to really taste the difference. Mm. Um, so I understand, but I want like a frosty bottle. Way yep. more than I want ice in a cup. but yeah, it's a divisive thing, and I know it. and I know it. And do people are people sitting there now uh, disqualifying me as someone whose opinions matter? Sure, but I'm not gonna sit here and be a fucking liar either, okay?
3: <laughs> well, they've disqualified our opinions a long time ago, so don't yeah. you're, you're you're now just with us. You're now finally at our level uh, an hour into the show. But I think that there's I know people who do light ice. I know people who do heavy ice. I think my buddy, I think uh, Justin, uh, Justin Kylie Wiggs, my good friend, one of my my best friends in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he goes heavy ice in his in his uh, in his in his fountain. I can't drink.
2: do heavy ice. I I gotta do like I'll do like a like the the standard, like you know, a third yeah. to a half full of ice. My mm-hmm. my ice preference for this for the fountain is just like yes. I think a lot of times that that soda out of the fountain is closer to room temp than it is to cold. And yeah. I need and, you know, I, I, I just need I want something that's 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 cool for it to be refreshing. I also think it imposes a little bit of discipline on me. It keeps me from having too much soda. I think just like the ice mm. buffer, you know, like I think just just has less sugar in that cup. Yeah, and I'll say one other thing because I know you don't drink, but I, I drink uh, and uh, bartenders will often say oh, he Mitch wants he drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Mitch wants to add heavily. Yes, Mitch, I drink heavily. Let me tell you which tequila it's I jack off real. with. It's just got oh, real. All,
3: all I said is, "Oh, he drinks." I didn't even say heavily. It's got real. You made a face. Oh, well, you're trying to say I'm hand fisting or joking about how you drink too much? Well, guess what? I am. You drink too much.
1: <laughs> which tequila?
3: Uh, Casamigos. That's the one
2: Clooney's. you jerk off with. Yeah. <laughs> got a jack with Clooney's. So the but is on, but,
3: is, is Clooney on the bottle?
2: <laughs> uh the like a, a bartender will be like the the ice that's in the drink as you drink it over time, it's like, oh, the drink will develop from the ice melting. Mm. It'll like kind of change the character for it, and that's kind of by design. And I don't know if I think that's probably just some sort of you know craft cocktail hoo-ha, but
3: can I can I can I quickly just say to those bartenders, fuck off. You just need to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: when I do ice I prefer a crushed ice in my soda I do like that I like is great. a crushed ice crushed I think ice it is spreads great. the cold more uniformly mm. what I what I hate the most is when you hold down the ice thing and you get that quick burst of ice and then you hear the rattling in the ice machine oh, yeah. and none's coming out mm-hmm. and then a bunch more spits out and at yeah. this point I don't really know what I've got in there at this point this is an unreliable machine and I wish I had gotten no ice crushed ice at least I know it's landing in a way where it's distributing very evenly throughout the drink
3: now Chris is it is it, there it, there's no cold factor right like it doesn't bother your teeth or anything like that cuz I know people who like can't deal with if it t- if ice touches mm-hmm. their gums they like go crazy and they don't want you know that's why they don't have it in their in their sodas but it's not that's not the scenario for you it's just that you don't
1: For me I just have an OCD thing of I want the drink at the end to be the same drink I had at the beginning
3: mm-hmm. and Got I think it.
1: very often with ice that's not going to be the case maybe that's on me Maybe it makes me a fucking psycho. I don't know. But it's just, it's what I like. And I don't, I don't feel like sitting around and fucking apologizing any longer for my
3: ice preferences. I love yeah, it. I like it. I like it a lot.
2: Uh, we, like, so what the-
3: we like strong opinions on this show. <laughs> you just, you just won your spot on the uncanceled tour. Chris. Oh, I love it, man.
1: Oh, I can't wait. Let's tell some truths, boys. Let's get out there and tell it like it really is, man. Everyone's too sensitive. Everyone's too sensitive. Action should
2: not have consequences.
1: We <laughs> this don't theater like
2: is ice. An unsafe space. <laughs> oh, we can't uh, handle it. Shut up.
3: We hate ice. And then everyone holds up a Fanta Soda. Uh, you're the, not all allowed
1: the... in this show unless you show me an unfilled out vaccination card.
3: <laughs> oh God. You know what? When the day, co- when it comes to Colin wise, we'll go hard, right? It's our plan. Oh, it's always the escape route. You, you always have that in your, in your back pocket. Turn hard, right? You'll be welcomed with open arms. The five revolving comedians that have chosen to go hard, right? will be our guests from there on out. <laughs>
2: Uh, I mean, it looks like I, probably our Patreon would go up, yeah, <laughs> anecdotally, <probably>. just
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, depressingly enough. Uh, so I also got myself a, a mellow yellow peach, which was close to a cactus mm. cooler, Mitch. I thought this was going to be too sweet, but it was citrusy and refreshing. I thought this was great. And I used to have cactus cooler all the time growing up. I thought I, I was like, I would 100% get this again. Sprite grape, not for me. Fanta lime, not for me. Minute orange lemonade, not for me. Uh, wow. Cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. I know you mentioned the Coke didn't work, and I agree with you. It's unga pochka. but something about the cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper really clicked for me. And wow. if I was at the movies, I was like, I think I might take a full cup of this because I, I know it's uh, the the flavor is so dense, and, and and that it's that it's gonna slow me down. I'm gonna pace myself. I'm not gonna chug this thing. You couldn't chug it, but mm. I, I don't know. I thought the components all worked really well. Then again, good luck finding a, a free Coca Cola Freestyle that has Dr. Pepper. That's a crap yeah. crapshoot.
3: Well, doc, I, is is Dr. Pepper just, like, one of those, like, a, such a great soda on its own? Is it just Does it just work well with any of these syrupy syrups that you got?
1: Who knows? I mean, I don't know. I don't drink Dr. Pepper. You don't? Wow. No, it's a moral. Do you drink any st- pepper sodas? I'm, I'm taking a moral stand. Wow. wow. Do you know oh. about Dr. Pepper versus Dr. Pepper, the court case?
2: So, Dublin, I've, I've heard pepper. a little bit about it. It's Origins, but I don't know this specifically.
1: I don't know if I know it. So Dublin Dr. Pepper was this drink, and you guys definitely remember it being LA-based as long as you have. Remember, you used to be able to get Dr. Pepper in these smaller bottles, glass bottles. Yes. You had them at the woods, actually, that place at the end of the block that UCB was on. Mm -hmm. Those were cane sugar Dr. Peppers made by a bottling plant in Dublin. That was one of the original Dr. Pepper bottling plants, like from its earliest days. And throughout all the corporate changes and everything, they kept bottling, they had their zone where they were allowed to sell a certain radius outside of Dublin, Texas. And when all the soda companies got together, I believe in the late 70s, early 80s, and said, we're switching from sugar to corn syrup. Let's all do it at once, right? And this is all because of tariff laws and taxes and the bottom line. Dublin Dr. Pepper was like, we'll spend a couple extra bucks. We're sticking with the original formula. Dublin Dr. Pepper will have the cane sugar be made the way it always has. So people realized all over Texas, I can drink the Dr. Pepper, that's the exact one from my youth, if I go to Dublin and I get it. This became a thing where like families in Texas would drive for miles and hours to get their Dublin Dr. Pepper because they wanted it the way they remembered it. Now, things start moving with Mexican Coke. People start realizing, oh, you can put out, right? Mountain Dew puts out the throwback Mountain Dew. Pepsi puts it out in that cool looking can. Dr. Pepper eventually experiments. Let's put out a cane sugar Dr. Pepper. People flip out. They go, hmm, we can be making a lot of money off of this, except we got this little bottling plant in Dublin that's always going to be the OGs. Like, even if we put it out, people are going to know you can get it mm. real from this one other place. Oh, so, God, I
3: hate where this is going. They
1: found out that Dublin Dr. Pepper had started shipping on the internet. They said, you violated your sales clause. Like, you're not supposed to sell outside a certain number of miles. They're like, well, it's mail order. We're not, we're not setting up shop. There was a court case where it was Dr. Pepper versus Dr. Pepper, and they shut down uh, the Dublin's ability to bottle Dr. Pepper. And uh, now Dublin puts out a lot of great sodas, a lot of great sodas. I just held up. I have a bottle of their green apple soda right in front. You ever see a Dublin soda from Dublin, Texas? It's a really fantastic company that puts out great drinks. But ever since Dr. Pepper uh, sued Dr. Pepper and won and shut down the little guy, I have staunchly refused to drink Dr. Pepper ever since
3: that's wow. that's that's so wild i and that sucks it's corporate greed it's 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 crazy to me I, i've said this to wags before but it, the way the world has the, the what the world has come to is like where when i'm in like the northeast i'm rooting for Papaginos and d'angelo's which are just like smaller corporate entities you know what i mean right. like i'm like i'm like i now have to root for like I'm rooting for Dr. Pepper but the less evil Dr. Pepper. Like a uh, like a uh, it's it's it and it's it's so fucked up that that they wouldn't just let the, people liked it. They liked your product. They liked right. it from there. You there were people who were working there that 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 were making money and and being successful with your product. They were still seeing revenue from that product, right? Like it was still Dr. Pepper that was being sold.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it was all like, you know, there'd been acquisitions and they Kind of closed ranks, and some of these original bottling plants still sort of exist quasi separately. And they just realized there was a lot more money to be made if they had full control over this. And Ugh. Uh,
3: this fucking sucks.
1: It's stupid. It's just kind I of am... mean. It's just kind of dumb and mean. Yeah, I think it is. Dr. Pepper's kind of dumb and kind of mean. So I don't drink no Dr. Pepper.
3: Wow. Doctor, Dr. Pep, Dr. Pepper himself was also one of uh, the doctors that Trump hired during COVID. It was like one of Trump's guys. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> that was like it's not that don't worry about it it's not that big of a deal you don't have to wear masks
1: dr fauci versus dr pepper
3: (laughs) (laughs) um well why should we should we get into should we get into our final thoughts on these these coke freestyle machines i think i think we've we've discussed
2: this more than enough so let's get to our final thoughts the coca-cola freestyle Man, what
3: a bummer Fucking,
1: ugh. Sorry, I feel like I was just a huge- No, 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 no. I love it. I love, I love the historical that, that, context. Is,
3: that's, that, is, that, is, that is a fascinating story. I just, I'm mad yeah. now. I'm mad at Dr. Pepper. I never, I, when I started the day, I didn't think I'd end the day being mad at Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll each go around, give our
2: closing argument, if you will, on the Coca-Cola freestyle, and then end by giving it a rating from zero to five forks. Chris, you are our guest, noted soda connoisseur, your thoughts, your fork score.
1: I will say that I think we're gonna look back at this time in history and realize that we were in the Neanderthal stages of this system. Mm. I feel like in a number of years from now, there's gonna be the ability to make something truly fantastic at the touch of a fingertip, and I hope that they do that conscientiously and responsibly with respect towards the history of sodas. As of right now, I feel like the technology has outpaced the product itself. Mm-hmm. The coolness of the doctor of the uh, Coca Cola Freestyle is in pushing all the buttons and feeling like you're at the controls. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a few years we'll catch up. So right now I'm going to go right down the middle and say 2.5 forks, just because wow. I understand what it is and I see the potential. But they're not there yet. But they'll catch up. They'll get there.
3: I'll love these machines one day. That's 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 a pretty that's a pretty. That's a pretty perfect review. Should we go straws? Should we do? Should it be something different from forks for this one? Should it be a straw? Is that mm-hmm. crazy? No, Vlog well, doesn't like Emma's, it. Emma's forks. nodding, but I say no. It's still, we're, forks. All
2: right, <laughs> we're forks.
3: forks. It's forks. All right, forks, forks. You can, you can, you can eat a soda with a fork. Um, <laughs> so, like I said, I was at AMC. I went in, and saw Black Widow, which. Um, I, I was. Uh, I saw the movie, so it started off on a weird note with the guy getting ketchup on his popcorn. Which this you know is what, Black Widow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the cold open. That's the cold open. Mm. His fucking taskmaster has a bucket of popcorn, puts ketchup on it. Um, and also, here's a weird thing. Nuvi, you know, like Nuvi, they promote using your phone to play games before the movie. I'm like, you shouldn't uh-huh. promote. Using your phone before the movie, right? Like, what is what is uh, what's what's they what's don't get the,
2: they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about the actual exhibition of the movie. They're just trying to make true. money.
3: Um, there was a Tomorrow War ad before the trailers because it's Amazon, so there was a but. Wow. But it was nice to see it on an actual movie screen for once. Uh, and then uh, I, there was also an ad for the Coke Freestyle app, which I did not use. Wikes. Mm-hmm. and i know i know that you and maybe in your in your breakdown you'll 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 uh you'll give a little you'll give us some uh some detail on that but i'm with chris it is it is just so completely down the middle here and it feels like things will get better like when it gets to the point where i am getting a full sugar cherry coke out of a coke freestyle machine and it tastes like the real thing. It tastes like it's straight from the from the spigot. Then I feel like we'll have a success here. It doesn't. It doesn't feel that way yet. I I like the yeah. idea of it. I do think it's fun to have. And, and you know what? I th- I think it's fun to put all these flavors on display. Like they should there should be more available. It's it's like a a lot of the times you go to a movie theater and you can't even get a cherry coke. So the idea of a coke freestyle like that is great. Anything that you could want and you can think up, you can make, but. Like Chris said, it's just not there yet. It's it's in. And I'll go. I'll go. I guess I'll go. I should just do handhold. I'm gonna two two point five forks. I'm gonna go handholding for this because Ed, you nailed it. You nailed the review completely. It's just wow. it. It is what it is. It's got a ways to go, but I'm excited for the potential of it, and I also fear the thing of it doesn't get better and this is the best it will ever be and then it sure. takes over everything on earth like uh it's in every mcdonald's it's at every movie theater and that's all there is and that to me is scary and i hope that that's not the case but i i i hope there's it's a world where these machines just get better and better and and uh and and we can and then hey, maybe we get some uh some some wild sodas in there, some sodas that you don't you don't hear about as much. I mean we'll never will because unless Coca-Cola buys them up. But it would be great to have uh some 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 weirder sodas on display, wags.
2: Yes, Your, well a, a
3: Hurritos machine.
2: They will they'll, they'll cycle in some seasonal flavors, but they're just like variants of surge. I tried one of them, the surge cherry rush, which I yeah did. it was a confusing. It tasted it tasted diet, but it wasn't. It, so I it, it was just like I and I didn't even get the cherry from it. So, uh, yeah, it'd be nice if they get some more artisan sodas in there. But that's just contrary to what their whole brand is. I would say. I did use the app and the app's not crap. It works. It is kind of dazzling honestly cuz you scan a QR code on the machine it it opens up that individual freestyle machine and then you can select your flavor on the screen on your phone and then if you want to pour your soda you put the glass under you put your cup underneath it and then you hold down the pour button on your phone and you when you release it on your phone it stops it it it's kind of like it's honestly wow. one of the more amazing things I've experienced with my phone interfacing with another device. I was just That's like, this wild. is kind of cool that you can control this thing, uh, and it's pretty much real time. Uh, but that said, it was just so much more clunky than actually using the machine, even though it worked well that I just, I just ended up using the machine. I think one thing we maybe haven't touched on here is with all, this, with all the options that you're presented with, you end up with analysis paralysis and you end up trying to decide what's the, going to be the perfect combination and that can take you a little bit too long at the machine and then also if you're in a, some sort of you're in a busy restaurant, you're in a busy movie theater, that creates a bottleneck because you know people are dilly-dallying there trying to figure out exactly what concoction they want to commit to and that just uh that slows everything down. So I think this, there's there's a double edged sword to having this many options, and and that's a you know that's kind of like a larger thing with the the food industry in general It's just like we keep getting more flavors as a, of everything as a, as a as if more is more, but it sometimes just confuses the consumer. That said, I do think the the Coca Cola Freestyle is cool and it's a fun novelty, and I have fun when I get to encounter it, and I usually can come up with a drink that I like out of it, and so. I don't know. I think we'll go a little higher than the average. I think I'm going to say this is a three forker as it currently mm. exists. I think. I think. I think it's. I think it's just slightly above average. And I think. I, I agree with the consensus that hopefully it will get there with future
3: iterations. Mm-hmm. I hope so too, Wags. I don't know. Yeah. I also think that they might just be like, "We did it," <laughs> and, that, and that will. Like, I do fear that they might be like, "We've it, this. This it won't be any better," but. I feel like they're still tweaking. They're still tweaking things, and just just the fact that you see Dr. Pepper ones, I know I know that they're gonna. And then also the Pepsi Spire, that crazy yeah. sounding Pepsi I can't Spire. Wait to
1: run into one of those in the wilds, I can't wait to see how they're doing with that.
3: The- I had a question about the app because I didn't play with mm-hmm. the app
1: myself, Nick. Um, yeah, which button do you hold down to jack off? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. <laughs> Oh boy, Mitch, Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up? Ugh!
3: Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes, some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same
2: gift twice. Wow, it's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a
3: gift card. I don't, you know, like like it. It's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags. By visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked Aurora Frames so much. This is true. She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm-hmm. Terms
2: and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch... To send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell.
3: I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Chris Gethard. And it's time for a segment. I've got a food related exam, and Mitch and Chris must compete for superiority. It's wow. another edition of Slop Quiz. Mm-hmm. And Chris, this, uh, today's version is the brainchild of our associate producer and Gethard fan, the drop king Robert Persinger, who wow. is crafted, based off of beautiful anonymous, Ooh, I'm Full Anonymous. Ooh, Ooh I'm Full Anonymous. I'll, wow. I'll read you a food-related quote from an anonymous celebrity of a given category, and you guess who it is. All right. Okay.
3: This okay. seems insane.
1: So we're guessing the name of the celebrity.
2: Guessing the name of the celebrity, and we'll see how this goes. If if we end up needing hints, I'll I'll come up with some some hints. But I, I, I okay. think this will work out. All right. First up, which anonymous country singer yeah. said the following? My weaknesses have always been food and men, in that order. Uh, should we ring in Wags? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I... Buzz in. Eh. <laughs> I sh- I'll
1: say uh, Dolly Parton.
2: Gathered, you are correct. Thank you wow. so much. That
3: is Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Next up. Wait, which, which order was it? Did she like food or men first? It was food, then men? Food and men in that order. Yeah, good order. Yeah, yeah. It's a way to go. Next up.
2: Which anonymous, famously rotund cinema legend said the following? My doctor told me I had to stop throwing intimate dinners for four unless there are three other
3: people. Mitch? Oh, uh, meh. Uh, did you just hmm. call on yourself you was you your guest Mitch, Mitch as you're buzzing I did, that, you know what that's us, that's what we had done but I, I like we going, usually buzzing with meh. your name but it, I, I like I like a meh I like that the better the sound effect okay. is fun okay
2: meh. Uh, kind, of an, kind of an Edward G Robinson is that the cinema legend in question
3: we'll find out mm, see it's not Farley but I, I, just, I just didn't want to get it wrong if it was Farley so I'm just going to say Farley it's not Chris Farley.
2: Geth. I'll say Dom DeLuise. <laughs> not Dom DeLuise. We're looking for Orson Welles. Oh, that and seems Orson like an Orson Welles well- well- sort of S- thing. Son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah. Right, next up, <laughs> which anonymous <laughs> fantasy author said this? If more of us valued food and cheer and song above hoarded gold, it would be a merrier Meh. world.
3: Matt, Get- Oh, you got it. I was going to. Mitchell's first. Uh, George R. R. Martin. Not George R. Martin. R. No, Ooh,
1: thank you. That was going to be my guess. Okay, the obvious one is Tolkien. So I'm gonna I'm gonna zag and say eh, Geth C. S. Lewis. Wow.
2: No, it was J. R. R. Tolkien. Oh no, I overthought
3: it. You overthought that. you over oh, never no. never overthink the doughboys. That's that's the uh, <laughs> that's the lesson <laughs> that you learned.
2: Food and cheer what? and song above hoarded gold. They're singing all throughout these books. Mm. And they are very merry. Uh, next up, which anonymous cooking show host? I'm said glad lips? he's dead. Okay, go on. <laughs> the only time this is anon- an anonymous cooking show host. Mm. The only time to eat diet food is while you're waiting for the steak to cook.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good Let's try Bourdain. Not Anthony
2: Bourdain. Okay.
3: Mitch. Yes.
2: Emerald Lagasse. Not Emeril Lagasse. We're going oh. back in time to Julia Child, the great uh, Julia Child. Mm, mm, okay. mm, All right, mm, a couple more. Mm. Which anonymous cartoonist said the following All you need is love, but a little chocolate now and then doesn't hurt? Meh. Mitch.
3: <laughs> Gary Larson. <laughs> No, not, not Gary Larson. Oh, it feels like a far side. It could be a, it could be a far side. It could be a far side. Like a, a guy's like in a chocolate vat or something. I don't know. You're going to make it wild. It's a, or it's an ant or something saying it. Yeah. There's a <laughs> cow
1: there.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel, see, I feel like this is a setup for me to be labeled as a mith- misogynist, but it was, a, was it Kathy?
2: I thought this was going to be a Kathy Guy's white too. But it's not. It's Charles M. Schultz of Peanuts I was going to say Schultz. God damn it. I was going to say Schultz. Well, God. you went with Larson. Larson it's was still, the funnier answer. Larson is funny. It's still 1-0. Mitch yet to get on the board. It's like uh, Gethard with the like lead. Soccer <laughs> it's a soccer <laughs> score. <laughs> Can one of you pull in an Italy and, tie, and bust out the tie and goal? God, do we have right. a shootout? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough questions for a shootout. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. Which anonymous classical composer said this quote? Only the pure in heart can make a good soup. Classical composer.
3: Bing. Oh shit! You go, Chris. Gustav Mahler. It's not Mahler. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't love even Mahler, know. Though. Fucking, fucking Beethoven. I have no idea.
2: You are correct, Mitch. It is Ludwig van Beethoven. Buzz in.
3: He didn't buzz in.
2: I didn't hear a buzz. I'm gonna give it to him for the interest ah, of yes. drama here. Damn it! Phew. All right, it's not it up in at one at one all. This will either be a tie or one of you will take it with this final question.
3: Okay. Good, good to know Which, Beethoven. Is, good to know Beethoven wasn't a soupless bitch. Wags from. Uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which anonymous cartoonist mm-hmm. said this quote? Vegetables are a must on a diet. I suggest carrot cake, zucchini bread, and pumpkin pie.
3: What, what person said this? What I'm was gonna, it? Ah. Which anonymous try,
2: cartoonist? I'm going to try Kathy Guys White on that. Not Guys White. Damn. Can you repeat the question before I guess again? Which anonymous cartoonist said this quote? Vegetables are a must on a diet. I suggest carrot cake, zucchini bread, and pumpkin pie.
3: Meh. Ah. Mitch. Gary,
2: Gary Larson. <laughs> it's not Gary Larson. Jim Davis. Is it goddamn Jim? It's Davis. Jim Davis. Davis. This is such guessed. a Jim Davis joke. I should have guessed Jim Davis on that shit. Fuck. Well, you Fuck. know, uh, it's, it's one, one. It goes into overtime. Oh, it goes shootout. to, sh- goes to a shootout. And you know what?
3: Italy wins. So. So wait, so what Italy does that mean? Again. That, that, that means that does that, is that Chris or me? I hate Italy. Uh, you hate Italy, so you lose.
2: <laughs> hey, that was Slop There's Quiz. There's no more uh, questions. That's it. Oh, you were serious. It's that was Slop Quiz. Ooh, I'm full anonymous edition. Just like a restaurant with your feedback. Let's open to the <laughs> feedback. And hey, we have, any, we have a voicemail today. Emma, let's go ahead and hear that.
3: Hey, Doughboys. This is Evan from Rhode Island. Um, I got a question for you. Now that the pandemic seems to finally be coming to an end, and movie theaters start to be are, are starting to open. I was just wondering what your ideal seats were in a movie theater. Great that, question. Um, your uh, least favorite seats are in a movie theater. Uh, thank you, and uh, I enjoy this Bye.
2: Favorite seats mm. and least favorite seats in a movie theater, Chris. I know I know you can't go out to as many movies these days uh, due to being a dad, but uh, in your more in your movie going days, what would you favor?
1: I mean, I think everybody aims for that sort of halfway up right in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. um those I think are the ideal. I personally, if I can't snag those, I'm gonna go a row or two closer than that as opposed to a row or two further back. That's just me
3: interesting i I am last row middle is where I like to go. I like the last yeah. row uh i'm 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 a last row person. I feel like you get to you're you see above everybody. You're, you you know like uh sometimes a lot of the time people are trying to be closer so in the back there might not be as many people it depends but here's the deal is that's like usually the arc light was the back row center a little to the right like if i'm facing the screen i'm 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 a little bit to the right but I, uh-huh. but at AMC they now have the giant seats and the theaters are set up a little bit and i actually like the it's basically the third row uh in those big ass wow. seats so it's like the lower section, and this is this is maybe just universal uh, city walk the way those theaters are set up, but with with those big seats at AMC's, you you can be closer and not be like crowded, and I don't I don't mind being like just a few rows back and kind of it's like you're you're like like you're you got a, a spot on your couch or something watching the movie.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I like to go in if there is a if it, if the theater is cleaved in two and there's kind of like the back section and the front section. I like to go at basically the front of the of the back section. Mm. So like as like as Popular close to spot. the front of that. Yeah, and but I always go for aisles. I love the aisle because. Mm. I always have to get up to use the restroom. I can't. I'm not going to make it through even a 90 minute movie these days without one trip to the bathroom. And so I got to count for that. And I don't like being a nuisance. You know, edging my way by, past all these people. If I buy the angle, the the seats, uh, the aisle seats, and and you know what, it's like a a you know a quarter capacity s- theater. Yeah.
3: Can I ask you a question? How many like per movie? How many soda jerks are you getting in? I'm going to the bathroom to empty my bladder, not to oh. fucking
2: shoot a rope. Uh, and so there's so uh, like if the if the seats next to us are unoccupied, then I'll just move over a little bit, so you're a little bit closer to the middle, but still like the most aisle adjacent seats possible. That's usually what I favor. Uh, but as far as least favorites, it's got to be in the front row, right? Is there anything worse? Is there a worse place to sit? Being that close to the movie theater, having to crane your neck up, it sucks.
1: Agreed.
3: Yeah. And and you know it is a little better with those AM, like cuz even the first row is a, but the first, no one wants to be in the very first row it's it's it, no. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And you know I can even deal with the second row with those the, the new AMC setup but no it's never it's never good to be right at the front. It's no good.
2: It's a, it's a fucking bummer. Uh, mm. If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Sign up now before we go hard right. Chris Gethard, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Chris Gethard, Half My Life is a special. Tell us about that and anything else you would like to plug.
1: It's special. I filmed it at nine venues all over the country, small venues, um, self-funded it so I could just make it crazy. I do stand up for alligators at one point. It's fun. <laughs> Check it out. ChrisGeth.com. I'm going on the road. All that stuff. Thank Hell you. For, yeah. Thank you for getting over whatever the trepidation and fears were that uh, stopped me from being a <laughs> guest for so long.
3: Never. And you know what? If I'm in Jersey, let's Let's finally oh. catch. Let's finally catch that Jersey Devil together. I think that, and that have, you, be,
1: have you been to a Jersey diner?
3: I've never been to a Jersey diner. Uh, no, I don't. I'll I don't play believe you so. Mine. I'll blow oh, your yeah, guys' love it. I would, You come I out. Love it. Oh, I'll show you some shit, man. I would. I would love to eat at a Jersey di- diner and look the devil in the eyes. That's what I want for my Jersey <laughs> trip. And- I can make both
1: <laughs> those things happen. No, no sweat at all.
3: <laughs> Until next time, for the Spoon man, Mike Mitchell. I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mr. Slice. And guess what? I got some exciting news for you. It's time to peek at some 2022 Doughboys tour dates. That's right, the Doughboys are going back on tour in 2022. See us live in Seattle, January 9th. Portland, January 10th. Foxwoods Resort in Connecticut, February 4th. And finally, Boston, baby, February 5th. Ticket info at headgum.com slash live. That's headgum.com slash live. Do it. It's going to be crazy.
2: Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description.
0: That was a HeadGum podcast.